usually when we do a sound check, it's fine. Fair enough. This but could be the one time that it's not. I mean, sure. everything in life is usually just fine, you know? So Fine, just fine. Things don't usually go wrong. Ever. I think it'll be great. Totally okay. Everything's always worked out for me. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Until one time it doesn't. And then I'm fucked. That was not me saying you're fucked. That was me almost knocking <laughs> off my mic. That was my impression of John when he's fucked. Did you listen to the? <laughs> did you listen to the last episode? I did not, and I wanted to. You need I had to. no, no. I, I wanted to. I have a long list of podcasts I normally catch up on, and hours where I'm not on it is among them. But this week I was lax and terrible. I think we mentioned you at one point. I'd hope that you did about. What my noted absence? Oh, I remember what it was, but oh, I don't want to start the podcast out that way. <laughs> okay, I don't know what I was talking about. I got very drunk. It was around. Were you drunk last week? I don't. I don't remember. That probably means yes. It was around the when we started talking about those trees that that smell like semen. Oh, oh, now I remember. <laughs> Do, do Aren't those, what are those? Those are um, chrysanthemums? No. Yes. Oh, it's something it's like that. Something like that. I don't remember. We looked it up. We were accurate at the time. Um, well, I'm sorry the knowledge didn't stick because now I'm curious. I think it's chrysanthemum. No, it's not chrysanthemum. It's something Chinese. It's something that... Oh, no, no, no. Bradford pears. Yes, yeah, they were that's something. what it was. Yeah. Something to do with a pear. Because there's, there's, there's a Chinese, fl- um, Chinese tree that smells like vajayjay, but it's Bradford pears that smell like semen. Mm-hmm. Gross. Well, let's. You want to just go ahead and start? I'm glad we're already on topic, though. That's important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maintaining thematic consistency. Make sure that your uh, repeat is off. (laughs) Yeah. Secretly timid. Uh, it's Megs, and I'm here with Otiano. Sup? And John. Bonjour. That was Bonjour. really Bonjour. That was really good. TBM. <laughs> and uh, every every week we talk about shit that doesn't matter uh, in a very confusing way <laughs> over top of each other to ensure that you know we ruin two hours of your two hours. Well, Sometimes. two and a half. Yeah. Not tonight. Sometimes it gets out of hand. Not today. Not today. I'll bring back. John's got shit to do. I do have shit to do. Um, speaking of, why don't you tell me about the shit that you have done? How was your week? How about first I share... Tell us the about the song of the week. The song of the week. Because <laughs> this is the first week we've had one of those. You're getting really good at this, Meg. That's what I say. You are nailing it. Yeah, this this host thing is really going well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's featured song of the, re- of the week... <laughs> Of the week is Money by Illicit Ghost, and it is a cover of Money by Pink Floyd. Oh. And I like it a lot. I hope you do, too. I hope I do, too. I tend to enjoy Pink Floyd covers. Yeah. Okay. More than not, I, yeah. Pink like, Floyd's hit or miss for me, Well, there was, that, um, there was that one cover by uh, one of Les Claypool's many side projects. I've forgotten which one, but they did a cover of uh, Have a Cigar that was pretty fucking awesome back in the 90s. 
really enjoyed it. I just got to say, like, I think I've heard um, Wish You Were Here enough times for my entire yeah, lifetime. That, that I don't want to hear that song ever again. played out just a little bit, just a little bit, which is ever. frustrating because it's on the same album as a couple other good songs. But it's not, I think it's pretty low as far as like quality badass Pink Floyd songs. I think it's pretty low on the scale. Like Shine On You Crazy Diamond is one of the most underplayed Pink Floyd songs of all fucking time, even though it's one of the best in mm. my opinion. Did when, you, uh, hmm. sorry, go on. No, please go ahead. It wasn't that. I can Did you hear the the uh, Rasputina cover of? Of course. Okay, of so that's song? one of the better that's one ones. Of, yeah, it is. But that's one of the reasons Pretty why. Pretty skillful I'm, rendition. I'm of, of which you were here. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yep. Maybe I've heard that before. I've seen them a couple times live. I don't know if they played it or not. They almost always play Barracuda, which is great. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're selling her cello. Well, her tour manager bought the cello, the silver one, from her, mm-hmm. and now they're selling, or uh, she's selling it. Are they still touring? Hmm. I wonder who the current second chair is. I don't know. They rotate quite mm-hmm. a bit. They do. The only because members are her and the drummer. Um, no, the I new drummer. Uh, new drummer. I think so. The hot guy with the, the blonde hair. Yeah, I think that. I think he's gone. I think he's what? been gone for a while. He's been there for a minute. I mean, I've, I haven't he's actually followed them closely they rotate. recently. But uh, when I, I told uh, Rediger J. Smoot last night a story about when I was sixteen and my friend Wendy and I were where where did we go? Uh, maybe Galaxy Club, um, and we they were opening up for um, Rasputina was opening up for Kula Shaker. Nobody was there to see Rasputina. It was all Kula Shaker but douches. You. I have no idea who Kula Shaker is. Yeah, so we were. Um, it's a uh, it's Haley Mills's son Crispin. Haley Mills from the Parent Trap, the Disney one, the like the old uh, one. I'm, I'm now. I now feel very validated. now more no confused. Idea who that is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we went there and uh, they finished playing and then the security guard came up and said, oh, the drummer saw you guys and want to know if you want to come back to like meet the band. So we're like, yeah, we want to do that. You know, we're 16. That's a little bit gross mm-hmm. in retrospect. I but like the 16-year-old Megan voice, by the way. Yeah. Uh, wearing black lipstick like a like a really cool junior in high school. All the cool kids I knew were black lipstick. Oh, yeah. Wear and war. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, they still do. I still wear black lipstick sometimes. Uh, so. <laughs> that guy? Steve Moses. Steve Moses from the Alice Donut. That's who their drummer was at that time. Speaking of drummers, the end. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't talk about how awesome it was in Meet the Band. Oh, it was really cool. Uh, we hung out with them and uh, we talked a bunch to... Mm-hmm. It was when the, they had the Polish lady, mm-hmm. Agnieszka mm-hmm. Rubiska or whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julia Kent and Malora Krieger. And then How, is, Steve is, Moses. Is, is Malora as dreamy in, in IRL as she is like on stage? She was she was she seemed more present then than when I saw her years later and she was like totally spaced out. Somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that place was uh, <laughs> some kind of mental celebrity state that I'm not aware of, but Celebrity know. is very dangerous, I have to say. I've heard. I wouldn't know. But anyway, it was a good time. The end. P.S. Long story long, the end. So, John, hmm. about that week. It was fine. Got, it was fine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of news that went on, but... Uh, That's for later, dear. I know. But yeah, my week was, was just a week. Nothing, nothing great happened. Nothing horrible happened. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to just pass. I pass. Really? I pass That's this time. That's highly unusual. Is it because you don't want us to go over two hours? Uh, no. 
No, I didn't. Because we're gonna do just it. nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing really uh, spectacular happened. I will say because this isn't enough to be a hot topic, but I th- do think it's worth mentioning. I've got to pull it up though. Um, uh, we talked about it beforehand. So Sonic Fox, the esports, like the a professional Sega video game, game players. Mm-hmm. These kids are making big dough. Um, and so they have like ESPN awards now for, uh, for esports players and, uh, Sonic Fox won or was awarded the esports player of the year, uh, by esports, I guess it's not ESPN. Um, and he recently came out as gay. And so that's kind of cool. He's, and also, he's a furry. Let's not forget that. He's also a person of color and he's a furry. Yes. And so during his award speech, he, wrote or he said actually we could play it but i don't know how long it is so i'm not going to do that um i'm gay black a furry pretty much everything a republican hates and the best esports player of the whole year and then i got on his twitter and i was basically watching of the whole year like that i'm sure that's yeah why not and this that, that's what he looked like when he <laughs> okay. wait he was he was up there as as his, yeah, fur, as, yeah, as his persona that's fucking amazing. So, <laughs> I didn't I was, know that. I, I'd seen the video. He's only I seen the quotes. He's I'd only 20 video. years old. But I was watching on, I was looking on Twitter. Um, sorry to interrupt you. And a bunch of like fucking Republicans were like, I'm, I'm a Republican and that hurts my feelings. We're not all like that. And it's like, no, fuck you. You can't say you're not all like that if you're not fucking doing what you can do just to try and rebuke mm-hmm. your whole fucking party. Yeah. So don't be like, I, I'm i a Republican. I don't hate you. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. What were you going to say? Fuck off. Uh, can, can just for us, for we squares, uh, can you please clarify what being a furry means? I know it means that you wear some sort of, like, animal-y, fuzzy, fluffy costume or something, but... But what else does it mean? Because it's I, not just that. It's not Halloween every day because they call it that. I basically, well, I'm, I'm going to probably screw this I'm, up. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I am. I'm yeah. Googling you, this shit you, right you, now. You know, that's very good of you. I'm, I'm going to be like the ridiculous person who just kind of says, this is what I understand of it so far. And you can actually come up with the actual explanation because I'm apparently prone to open my mouth and have things fall out. Um, the way I understand it is that's in much the same way that um, it's it's an identity thing. It's like this yeah. is if mm. – if, if there was some magical way that they could actually do that for real, for reals, and be that per- that animal, you triggered would... a repressed memory oh, in me. What? 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 One carry time. on, or I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm losing the <laughs> too threat. late. Too late. John's John's got a repressed memory. He's, he's dredged up. I almost his hooked up with somebody that um, started sending me photos and said, "Does this turn you on?" because he was a, a furry, uh-huh. and he was interested in like. And I, long story short, I said no. It's not. <laughs> We're not a match. No. Sorry. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna reel back what I just said because to me that's that's going a bit too far. It's like there's a trans person who may or may not want to actually transition, but they still identify as trans. I'm sure there are plenty of furry folk that are quite comfortable in their uh, in as their personas wearing suits, not necessarily wanting to like engage in. Not that this exists, but like you know, if the option were available to like you know actually biomedically alter themselves. I okay, for, well, I've got an answer for I that. forget now what we were even talking furry. about. Furry. What is a furry? Yes, what is okay. a furry? The furry fandom is a subculture interested in anthropomorphic 
animal characters with human personalities and character characteristics. Examples of anthropomorphic attributes include exhibiting human intelligence and facial exp- expressions, speaking, walking on two legs, and wearing clothes. Furry fandom is also used to refer to the community of people who gather on the in- internet and furry conventions. Now let's look under the sexual aspects. Um, when compared with the oh, this is long. <laughs> with the general population, hom- homosexuality and bisexuality are, over, are, are overrepresented in the furry fandom by oh, about darn. a factor of ten. Blah 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 blah. Uh, so basically, yeah, they they get sexual gratification gratification from it. So turns them on. Is that is that required? No. Okay. Because because to me, this is why I say it's more of an identity thing. It's not exclusively a sexuality thing. It's literally they're just they feel. It. That, they feel that some part of them is best represented, aspected, and or channeled via this anthropomorphization. And it's not just a matter of when they put on the suit, hey, it's me in a suit. That is them As a told showing and no, showing a part of themselves that they wish to manifest in the real space. Is it like when I put on a power suit? Um, the, actually, that's not an entirely invalid comparison but for you it's you putting on a set of armor in order to showcase a particular part of yourself or a particular purpose whereas for them it's more of they may All feel the more like themselves when they're doing that because that's when they can actually be themselves oh yeah i don't want to feel like myself i i would rather feel like anybody else in fact that's fair enough great and that's a whole other topic but um does that make sense yeah yeah i, I, th- I so. guess some people could be kind of a little bit into it and other people are like a way into it and by all means listeners if any of you identify as part of that culture or um have uh, more information or want to say that oh my god you're all fucking crazy or whatever else please feel free to let us know we'd be more than happy to uh you know read your responses and stuff because what, what's more than happy um, uh, not just an erection, but a raging erection. I don't Whoa. know. We're going to get a raging erection if you send us an explanation. Yes, all of our uh, erogenous zones will become engorged with both uh, blood and joy. I yeah, but to trying that. to, I, I knew it. I just, I, I can't. can't believe I just said that. Please excuse me. I'm in, I'm in, rather, I'm in, I'm in a rarefied mood today. I'm, like, yeah. I think when it comes to sex, I can play in a lot of different uh, sandboxes. That's one sandbox I can't really play in. I don't think I could do it i'm really? not i couldn't no like the pictures that he was showing this is do you like that and i was like no i don't it was like a wolf with a with a man's body and a big old dick and i'm like no i don't i feel I like don't. it maybe would require more context than that than just sending you a photo like like maybe he should have given like, i don't know i couldn't show up else. at a stranger's house and put on a ma- a, 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 a wolf mask and then copulate. well no. i couldn't do it somebody's I just, gonna call the police i would just laugh i would, i i I'm just not, I don't, not for me. I've never... Um, More power to all those yeah, people. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've never conducted um, sexual relations with a person before, but... You say a, a person. person. A person, yeah. Oh, but I, I, you're but so I would, woke. But I think that's I, going to be the title we need to... Sexual relations with a person? Mm-hmm. But I am, I, I'm not objection to giving it a shot. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 it sounds interesting, I'm curious. It does sound interesting. Mm-hmm. And that is my favorite diplomatic word for things that I don't understand. <laughs> or, or perhaps even dislike. Dislike, yeah. Or don't even want to understand. I did not have sexual relations with that person. With that person. And I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not a square. There are other things that I'd totally be into, but furry We, we got you. I was going to say, bear culture is pretty adjacent there, buddy. No. What? Yes. No, because I like I like furry big guys, like mm. real fur, not not mm. like blue fake fur. 
I mean, you I'd know, be into that, but fur and with or without snout. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty close, man. It's <laughs> not. It's really not. I, I'm, I'm being silly. I know. There's it's not, an aspect it's not. of make believe that I don't think I could break the make believe wall. You know, you, I think I'd be stuck. The uh, verisimilitude would be forever shattered for you. Am sucking off somebody that's wearing a wolf mask. I can't. How did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> this is a turning point no, I in, mean, my, in my self-actualization. Honestly, uh, or I'm I'm wearing a wolf mask. How yeah, did that's, I get to here? me. It's like wow, this is amazing. The view from here is great. How was your week? Oh, mine. Well, <laughs> coincidentally, speaking of wolf masks, I happen to be now. Um, I thought that was really going to go somewhere. I, I was not going to be surprised. I'm, I'm, did you see my cat mask? I did not see your cat mask. Oh. So here's John talking back, not talking back, distancing himself from, from, from furry culture. I'll wear it next week. Cat mask. I'll uh, wear it next week. What happened this week? Um, actually, my week was uh, comparatively mundane. I've had a bunch of finals and um, dealing with you know all the scenarios that come with literal like, so you show up at a location and the patient appears to have cut off his right hand with a bandsaw. What do you do? And stuff. Run away. Uh, that is not the correct answer, and I would definitely fail had I given that answer. Apply pressure. That's actually the first step. Well, the first step is saying, okay, am I wearing my uh, body substance isolation gear, like gloves and mask as needs be, and is the scene safe to enter? That's your first. The next one is apply direct pressure in that case. So good job, John. Mm. But um, Tie a rubber band around it? Close. Cauterize hopefully it? You're carry, hopefully you're carrying a tourniquet, and no, you don't want to necessarily Put the iron... On you, you don't need to cauterize a wound like that if you have a tourniquet, buddy. Oh. And also, cauterizing amputations is like not a good idea. Well, that's because you. Seems like it would take that. a lot of. That's the, yeah, a lot of energy and time. Where you can just literally just tie something tight around it. Yeah, I could just turn on the oven, or not the oven, the iron. Just turn the iron on and just <laughs> the little stub stub. That's that's not how that works, John. That's how it works in the movies. Every single movie. I've that never I've seen, seen someone cauterize a severed limb with an iron in a movie. It exists. Uh, um, laser, maybe? You no, know it exists. Arc of electricity, but I'm not... I'm going to. But not an iron. Blowtorch? Um, I'm sure Xena probably did something like that in one of those. Because she'd always do the reed thing. The reed thing? If somebody was like, couldn't breathe, she'd pop a hollow reed into their little hole in trachea, their neck. Trachea. Yeah. The pro- um, yeah. um, cricothyroid membrane. Or down here. Uh, yeah, tracheostomy. Speaking yeah. of going off the rails. Yeah, please clearly. continue. So anyway, meanwhile, back in non-Xenaland... Uh, not things wrong with Zena, mind you. But no, um, I thought a lot about some stuff, and I did a lot of school and stuff, and I petted my cats a lot and stuff, and um, played some Warframe and stuff, and I-, I wish I could say there was something truly... Oh, <laughs> I had to do like an on-the-side-of-the-road repair of my car because the uh, because one of my uh, rear brakes seized up. That was entertaining. Um by the way, uh, in, in, in case you were wondering, no, no one ever st- stops to ask you if you're okay on the side of the road when you're a you know, six foot two black guy traffics his car. Everybody keeps driving. If I no, <laughs> if I needed help on the side of the road, and somebody stop, I'd be scared shitless. I'd be like, oh, don't yeah. stop, keep going, keep going. I also well, <laughs> like, do thing. you really want somebody to stop? I usually stop. If I see no, somebody, if I see somebody on the side of the road and they're okay, I'm the guy who, if you are the person whose car is in the middle of fucking seventy five, eight o'clock in the morning, and your car is stalled and you're holding up traffic, I will pull over the side of the road and help you push your car to the side of the road. Oh, that's different. If you but are, if you, just if you see are on the side of the road with your, with your hood up and it's it's like a busy street, that's what we call a trap. To, 
That is And a it's trap. a busy street as opposed to four in the morning and nothing going on. I'm going to stop. But then I'm also a CHL holder. So if it's in the middle of the whatever, and it's an area where I can see what's going on around me. I'm aware of my surroundings. I'll probably also stop. You're so helpful. Uh, more like um, blindly optimistic. I was uh, uh, having car trouble once in Illinois, in rural Illinois, and um, this the semi stopped behind me. Mm. And the guy comes out, and mm. it was it was like evening hours, but it wasn't completely dark yet. And uh, he said, "Do you need some help?" And I said, "No, my uh, my my eye? my big uh, my big husband and my dad are coming." <laughs> Jeez. Both of them. They're both coming at the same time. They're they're both coming to my rescue because I'm defenseless. And uh, he says, "Yeah, you got to be careful because uh, do you hear about that uh, truck driver that's going around like murdering <gasps> people?" The fuck. And I said, "I did not hear about that. I my phone's ringing." No, no. Honestly, you, you bring up a very good point, and that is that you know, as someone of my stature and my um, racial background it's a little you can afford to be helpful yeah but basically i have have a different set of threats i'm concerned about versus you or versus john or versus whomever else there is entirely different tableau of things that but wouldn't you be be afraid of of whoever you're trying to help be scared of you because they're just a little bit racist and because I, they're in Texas I am, and everybody has why, a fucking gun which is why i don't you? run up to their car and grab them a bear hug and say hey do you need help I, 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 I approach as non-threateningly as possible and sometimes it's just better if I stay in my car roll down the window as I'm driving by and say hey, hey. Hand. he crouches yeah. down and he, <laughs> exactly. he sneaks like a cat it, it depends drive by, hey. and it almost <laughs> it, and I, I could think only a small number of times where I offered help and the person said no thank you most of the time if I say hey you need a hand they usually accept my assistance. And that's how every porno starts. <laughs> Which is exactly what I'm going for, John. That's the reason I stopped, just in case. I always hey, you need use, a hand. The, uh, I use the danger factor just as an excuse because I don't want to help anyone. Fair enough. Although I have to say... I'm on that, my way somewhere. Yeah, but, but it's, it's also really nice when... You know, you uh, and I actually was joking about this some, uh, a while back. How like I've gained enough levels in auto repair where when someone stops on the side of the road, I can actually do something to help them. Like one time, instead um, of pat them on the shoulder and say they're there. Exactly. Like uh, one time, I was driving along and I saw somebody who's um, uh, lo- what happens sometimes is your lower ball joint uh, uh, cal- uh, retaining castle nut or the retaining what. Okay, in your car you got a wheel. You're speaking on that, our that language. That wheel is attached to Balls this <laughs> ball joint. Yes, that wheel is attached to um, um, uh, a knuckle that has two bolts on it, one on top, one on bottom. Or it has has a bolt going from the top to the bottom. And on the bottom, there's a nut that you do not want the nut to come off. <laughs> so if the nut gets off, then there's just white fluid everywhere. No. The if bottom that, bottoms love nuts. Exactly, <laughs> I love that nut. <laughs> your lower your, your lower ball joint, which allows the wheel to move, this, just this a feels little like bit a the, trap. I can just finish the story, and it'll all make sense. We can stop making bad sex jokes. I mean, if we're talking about plumbing, I could talk about what is it? In plumbing, there is a um, ball cock coupling nut washer. Plumbing's even more fun. <laughs> Go to go to your local Home Depot, folks, and ask if ask if they have any ball cock coupling nut washers. And the person at the Home Depot or Lowe's will look at you dead straight faced and direct you to the toilet accessories because there's always a ball cock coupling nut washer. That should be the start of a porno too. Totally should. <laughs> Do you want to finish the your story? About anyway, so this person had 
um, what happens is if that there's a little cotter pin you stick into this castle nut. The castle nut looks like an upside down rook, or it's, it's got crenulations in it, so that when you put this cotter pin through it, it holds the uh, and, and there's a hole in the bolt. So you stick this cotter pin through the crenulations in the castle nut and through the hole in the bolt to ensure this bolt that this nut does not come off. Because you don't want to get that nut off. <laughs> Just for you, John. So sometimes that cotter pin breaks or rusts out, and the vibrations of the vehicle on the road will slowly spin that castle nut off. And if that comes off, your wheel can pop out of that knuckle in that ball joint housing, and you will end up with one wheel canted at like a 45-degree uh, angle, facing inside, uh, usually with the top of the wheel facing inside of the vehicle. And, and, the, and your suspension's scraping on the ground, and obviously you can't go anywhere. And all you need to do is put that nut back on if you can find it or go to the store and buy another castle nut. So that's happened, happened to me once. Hopefully happened to somebody else on the side of the road. Yeah, you don't want to bust that nut. So <laughs> I had, so thankfully I was able to, uh, it's happened more than once that I helped someone put their tire back on by going to the store and getting a replacement castle nut or finding their old castle nut or using it, whatever. So yeah, you know, levels in car repair are helpful. Nice. But anyway, I didn't do that, that this week, but I fixed my own car. So that's uh, in the interest of time. Hi, that was my week. Megan, how was yours? The brake is fixed? The right rear brake is fixed, yes. Okay, or the other brakes n- need... The other brakes of- were fine. I sprayed some WD-40 on my... To get a new it was car. my emergency. I, okay, John, we're not going to do that again. We're not. We're not. <laughs> Just get a new one, he says. Not going to do it again, John. <laughs> nope. You had the money. So, Megan, how was your week? Oh, it was, uh, it was fine. Um, it started out on, I guess... I guess it was this. We usually have our our team meetings on Wednesdays, but mm-hmm. I get there on Monday, and we have this. Uh, one of the one of my colleagues comes in and she says, "The boss wants to have a, an impromptu meeting with everybody." So this is right after eight o'clock. So we we go in there, and because of the nature of our department, it's kind of a big deal to have something that's not scheduled where the boss expects everyone to to go to mm-hmm. so we go in there and um it it turns out to be this i mean it, it took a whole hour and and essentially what she was saying was that i know that you guys didn't want me to uh have this job and um i feel like there's a lot of tension and resentment toward me and it's not fair and you guys never ask me about myself Oh, that's what weird. the fuck is up with this <laughs> boss, Jeebus? So, uh, so just tiny backstory. Uh, she started like a month before I did, and I started at the first of October. And she came from Louisiana, and um, I guess I didn't even know this. There was somebody on the team that had been functioning as the boss in the interim, oh, and then that person didn't get hired. Mm-hmm. But 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 he's not upset about it. He's totally cool. And during the meeting, I said, um, well, it, for what it's worth, I didn't even know any of this shit was happening because everybody's been very professional and has said nothing to me. <laughs> Until now. That's because right. they're talking <laughs> shit about you behind your back and you don't know. Let oh them. God. Let them do it. <laughs> get, let them get their wiggles out. So, um, uh, and you know, she's like... Uh, you you know none of you guys really know anything about me. I know lots of stuff about you guys because I ask you about yourselves, which you know, as an aside, is not necessarily true. It's also some passive aggressive bullshit. Oh, totally, <laughs> I mean, totally. It's like, and so so I said at one point, um, 
well, as um, as the new person, I just want to observe that it's harder to get to know each other in this department than maybe other departments because we're all required to be in our offices either by ourselves or with patients all day long. So we're not like hanging out together. We're not having lunch together because we can't because the schedule is so chaotic. So it takes longer to get to know someone in order to read them properly. So it could be that there's a lot of misinterpretation that's going on here that isn't not intended. And And she's like, no, you're all mean to me. Um, I mean, she, she kind of, she dismissed it very politely. Uh-huh. So, um, it was really something. That's beautifully awkward. <sighs> oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I- the, the part that really bothers me about that is that, you know, I really want to ask how much they interrogated that, that assumption, not just in their own heads, but like. Did they talk to other people in the department? Did they talk to anybody else before just like abusing their power and basically calling everybody in to say, what about my feelings? Well, I guess that's the root of it is her feelings were hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, and pretty much. Should, but you know, and I'm saying. And if, that's, and you should, you should honor that. But and to, to abuse one's own power, to, I don't, to how, do that I don't know if story. she's abusing her. How is it an abuse of power just to call everybody together and just to chit chat? Because that's not necessarily the best way to resolve the issue. She's basically saying, all of you need to be nicer to me without any... I mean, is there evidence that people were not being nice to her? Not that I'm aware of. But you might not be aware of it. No, since yeah. Since you right. are new. I, I have no idea. This uh, is I, I am thinking. nice to her. And as a matter of fact, I asked her a ton of fucking questions. I can tell you all sorts of shit about this woman mm-hmm. that she told me. So, but you're new, so... You don't right. matter as much, yeah. apparently. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, because Megan's new, she didn't know anything of that came before. Let's right. just call her Louisiana Lisa, because I don't know what her name is. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good name. So, you know, she's she's immediately somebody that you would look up to with respect since she's your boss. You didn't know what came before her, you know? Right. Whereas somebody that's been working at this position for 15 years and was there before Louisiana Lisa and had uh, Denton Dave there that was acting in the role and you all like Denton Dave and then he He's doesn't very get the likeable. job and, you see, and they feel like he was slighted. I mean, that type of office politics happens. It, it, it's a common way to... I mean, I agree that that could be a factor, but so this the fact is a highly that inappropriate Louisiana way to address Lisa, it. I mean, I don't know if it was inappropriate or not, but it, it's it's... I don't know. Okay, fine. We, uh, let, I think most of us in this position be like, this is work. I don't give a shit if if my subordinates don't like me or not, as long as they do their job and at least on the surface is professional. Or even, but, better, or even better, it's not even a matter of whether it's appropriate or not. It's there are much better and more efficient ways to address the issue if maybe, that's actually a problem that she had. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's the way that she felt the best way to approach it would be head on and make it fucking awkward for everybody. I'm not feeling good, so let's make everybody not feel she good. She totally did. <laughs> Although because I'm new, it kind of felt like uh, when you're dating a new person and you go to their family holiday or whatever. And you see all the drama and the mess. Yeah, and you're not married to it. Yeah. So you're like, I'm just going to have a drink. <laughs> that's why I love shit like this that. This turkey's delicious. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so sad that she got her feelings hurt. Um, I don't like when people get their feelings hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like yeah. when they lash out at other folks passive aggressively because they got their feelings hurt. I think she's lashing out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, was, was she? Would you characterize it as a lashing out, Megan? Uh, it did seem passive aggressive. I don't know if it's a lash out, but it definitely was like a 
a passive aggressive kind of seemed maybe like a little borderline ish. Um, uh, but then like near the end of the meeting, um, one of the uh, other, um, people on the team who is very busy because she prescribes medications. Um, is like, what the fuck am I doing in this meeting? Well, no, she, <laughs> she comes, she had to leave the meeting cause she had a patient and she comes back in and she like fucking lets it go. She's like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, you uh, basically singled me out. And, and I didn't even know this, but this woman had gotten written up for not having her notes done or something. Uh, and she like was sick and had to go on leave for a couple days. And she's got kids and you know how that shit works. So uh, she's like, I'm just, I'm just going to lay it out. And her, her eyes were really big. Oh. And she's like, I'm just going to say it. And I wasn't, because I don't know her that well yet, I didn't know if she was going to cry or not. She looked like she was, but mm. she didn't. But she was fucking angry. And, and then oh, the boy. boss, like, kind of... Um, Backed off a little bit or got so a little crazy? She, so the point of this meeting uh. was, was to get all of the yeah, shit out. Yeah, it's like somebody right? farted in here and whether or not... We're all, we all smell it. We're just going to say, Let's okay, who, who it. fucking farted? And so when this woman starts talking about... I feel like you've singled me out. The boss is like, well, I think the, like a more appropriate place to talk about this is maybe just you and me one-on-one. Uh, <laughs> huh, how about that shit? This is what I'm talking about. Inappropriate as abuse of power. But it sounds yeah. like there is a whole backstory here that Megan's not privy to. Fair enough. But I have no idea what it is. I'm still going to call out the fact <laughs> that if a boss is a problem that they perceive... Do you did, not did, have did, an did HR they, department? Shit. <laughs> did they A, verify externally that, hey, this is actually a thing? And B, did they actually address it with the individual people that they feel slighted them as opposed to abusing their power and saying, all y'all go be drug into this shit now? Regardless whether or not you personally did something to me, I'm going to make clear to you this is what happens when you cross me, and I did this, and my feelings that, and blah, fuck all of that. No. I love how we have totally in- different interpretations. Uh, fair enough. Of I Louisiana Lisa, my mm. Louisiana Lisa is a much more sympathetic character. Uh, well, <laughs> if if I showed you a picture of what she wears, you would turn your opinion. Is a lot of bold patterns. Lots bold of bold patterns. <laughs> bold yes. patterns. That's Lots of makeup. With. Bold patterns in this like viscous material. You know? Mm, no, I don't know. The like, um, it's kind of like a stretchy. Oh, okay. I know yeah. exactly the material you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, it's no. not lycra. It's, it's like a little uh, rough to the touch, like a sandpaper. Type yeah, it's of like that. a mix what? between cotton and lycra. Polyester. It's like a. It's like a polyester. I don't know how to describe it better than that, but. It's a polyester it, that has like a shit ton of scotch guard on it. And, and a whole yeah. bunch of elastic. And, it's not a yeah. classy material. No. It will go up in a flame. She's, uh, she's processed <laughs> Leisure her. Suit Lisa is what it's going to be from now on. And, and I realize, uh, I just want to make note that I realize that we're talking about a woman's appearance. But I think that, that in this context, it, it does have something to do with her behavior. In this particular occasion, because it's very like, I mean, if you wear bold patterns and lots of makeup and you've processed your hair quite a bit and you wear like, you know, really weird high heel <laughs> shoes to the office, right? There's there's some attention seeking and that's cool. 
I personally am more concerned with behavior that sounds like they are an inefficient manager and or that they are utilizing group punishment tactics to address a personal slight, which in my mind is an abuse of their power (laughs) as a manager. Yes, and I agree with that. And the med prescriber at one point said something like, you know, I'm I am here long hours and I'm I'm working my ass off and all of this stuff is true. She's not uh, exaggerating. Mm. And, uh, and every time I ask this med prescriber to like come into one of my appointments and evaluate someone for a medication like right there, mm-hmm. almost every time she's like, okay, I'll be right there. That's awesome. And she puts down what she's doing and she comes in and she helps me out. So uh, she said, you know, I'm running myself ragged and I'm, I'm, I'm tired and I, I, you know, I have a family and I have things that, that I need to get done that I'm neglecting because of this job and I want to get all this stuff done because I don't want to be written up again. And, um, and, then, and then the boss says, yeah, me too. And I just felt like that's not at all the point, yeah. is it? I think I'm turning on Louisiana. Yeah. Lisa now. So it, it, it was the bold pattern, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I like bold patterns. Okay. So, so that was fucking weird. <laughs> um, I think she likes me, but I'm not you're sure. You're new, so she does like you. Yeah, because she's trying to drag you Because you're her brand side new. That's what always happens. I do think that, that she, uh, her loyalty is very quick to turn, so I oh, have yeah. to be careful. She's mm. like, she's like, <laughs> was, all right, y'all, which one of you fuckers yeah. don't like me? Because <laughs> remember that one time uh, we were on that conference call thing, and, and she wanted oh, me yeah. to like, speak, and I, I was like, oh, I don't know how to use my computer. And she's like, I'm going to teach you. And I said, just kidding. I do know how to use it. I just don't want to speak out loud. And she was like, uh, you're not being very professional or something like that. And I was like, whoa, Wait, she's you, gonna talk to somebody you just called me dude. And now you're yelling at me. So anyway, uh, so there was that. And uh, what else? Deb sent me a Christmas tree, a, a false Christmas tree in the mail. I mean, not like a false idol, like a, I mean, I guess it is a little bit, but I mean, an artificial tree. Mm. Uh, to put up because she's coming for Christmas and she really wants there to be some sort of like holiday cheer or some shit in my apartment. So so I put that up today, uh, but the stand that it came with was incomplete, so I, I nestled it snugly into a liquor bottle. So I think she's going to enjoy that quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, had a, let's see, had a date. I guess it was a date. We didn't go anywhere with the engineer on Friday. Got back from a business trip, came directly to my house, came over, hung out, and left the next day. The end. It's fine. That's how it should be. <laughs> That's all you guys have to say? No jokes? No nothing? No, I was going to be respectful and adult. No. Well, I don't appreciate that at I all. I had got all the double entendres out in the beginning <laughs> of the show. So you're, yeah, yeah you really my, did set us up. After all nut washing, you're, we've, you're good. We've met our quota. So anyway, that was, uh, that was my week. It was, it was really something. Do we want to take a break here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, prior to us starting us the crazy. All right. I should, uh, I'll take this uh, opportunity to, Five to minute read break. my hot topic. Yay. Let me get my hair in order so I can get my fucking headphones on. We'll talk. And did not repeat. You're doing so great. I'm very proud of you. Well done there. Mm. So who wants to go first here? 
I don't know where to go first. There was a there was a lot of news this week. This is it. This is a, we can do this one quick. We should have done it last week, but we did not. Okay. Um, so we're keeping track of the Amanda Geyer case. Uh, just to recap, Amber, she's Amber. Amber. What did I say? Amanda. Amber. Amanda. Amber. Amanda Geiger. Amanda Geiger. Uh, she's the Dallas there's police a white officer. Woman named out there. Huh? I said, there's a white woman named Amber out there. That's your buddy. <laughs> a, B, C, D, E. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not allowed to get on a plane. Um, she's a police officer who fatally killed a man in his own home. Um, and she was indicted on, well, this, uh, this case, the Dallas Observer, did you see that, that headline? Mm-mm. That it's the case that's going to put Dallas to the ringer or something like that? It's like I don't even know what that means. What is that? How it just how, means that all eyes are going to be on Dallas, and is, are we going to fuck it up or not? What is the measurement? How does one know if they've been through the ringer or not? I think it's one of those things that once you know, you know, you know when it happens. Mm, that, hot ringer on ringer action. Yeah. Um. So she was. She faces now. She faces murder charges. People didn't know because originally she was, I believe, indicted on a lesser charge like manslaughter or something like that. Which you know the difference I think is intent. Um, but the grand then, jury yeah, went back yeah. and um, they 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 charged with the maximum I think that they could charge her for. So well, and there's a new DA that's in town too. Um, it sounds like like they rode in on a horse. Like here I am. I will say that I, I think that uh, there was definitely some degree of um, rose from get outs, you know, digging for the keys moment as far as giving her the benefit of the doubt and, and manslaughter charges on on my part, uh, to say the least, and on some of the parts as well, maybe. But yeah, if the in, uh, uh, clearly just for show, you mean? Well, well no, I'm just I saying think... just as far as intent is the difference between manslaughter and murder, and given that the, her intent was clearly to no, murder, you, the, yeah. the keys reference. I'm yeah, just yeah, clarifying. Keys, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely on board with this. But so. nor, like prosecutors normally, well, they went to the grand jury. They asked the grand jury, you know, what would you charge them with? And normally, prosecutors, like when they're when they're pressing charges against somebody, they they only press charges that they know that they could prove. Prove. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be tricky. I think it's going to be tricky. But the new uh, district attorney, um, I think he can get the job done. I'm still waiting on toxicology results, which I'm pretty sure are still, if they've, they're certainly done. But they're sure not going to, yeah, they're going to. I have not, not heard, heard one goddamn that. thing about those. Yeah, yeah. And I know there was a, there was a tox screening that was done, mm-hmm. but the results have not been made. And that's probably, it's good. So. It's good. They should probably keep everything under wraps because when they, when they uh, do a jury pool, they need to get a jury that they can, you know, that knows the least so they can't possibly say oh this person you know mm-hmm. they already heard about all this so they're tainted they can't i like how the, 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 the cost made that oh yeah we found some weed in his apartment man who gives a fuck but yeah well it shouldn't awesome be difficult in, in the united states to find a group of people that don't know anything <laughs> Shit. so this will be fine just fine so one of my stories is done you want to talk about the tumblr thing sure you were pretty worked up about that. I'm pretty worked up about that. Okay. Shit. Tumblr is banning all porn from the app coming December 17th. So get all your wanks in before December 17th. Um, it's because of Apple, more or less. Because Apple's pulling shit from... Okay, it's a platform being pulled from Apple's App Store last month over child pornog- pornography issues. Um, so the app was pulled from or the app was pulled from the Apple Store. It's since been pulled back, put back, but uh, more or less, they're just going to just flag any adult content um, 
which, to be perfectly honest, is the only reason why I ever had a Tumblr to begin with, is to look at the adult content. Tumblr does have some pretty lit GIFs and or hot takes on all kinds of cool, political, progressive type stuff. So I, I, I like that about it. Not to say that that's all Tumblr consists of, is porn and progressive hot takes. There's plenty of problematic dark, weird, whatever else shit on there, too. I think it's like anything you want to find, you can probably find on it. Especially on so Tumblr. So if you're interested in it... Might in the... I ask you gents a question? No. What is, what's a Tumblr? I was waiting for you to ask It's a micro-blogging site. In fact, I can pull my Tumblr up right now if you want to see a lot of I would dicks. love to my. see your Tumblr before <laughs> before it all goes into so this is oblivion. Basically, and you can you... write stuff, you can post pictures. It it's looks kind like, of like... It it's... looks like the Instagram. It, well, it looks like. It's Instagram, but with porn. But with, but no, no. I would say, importantly, it also has more text. It's, you a, actually, lot, it's, it's a lot more open. There's so. no porn on Instagram? There's, no. Actually, no. There's not even nipples like, on look Instagram. Look at that. Uh, that's whoa, a hot picture. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Mine's full of, <laughs> what the, mine's full of what hairy, the curvy, brown people. So, yeah. So, He's probably going to take his clothes off. So Is this live? Be, What's going on here? It's not live. It's a bunch of videos and pictures. pictures and stuff and things. Do you know about the Tumblr, Jesus? No. Me neither. So to be clear, the, um, one of the things that's about Tumblr porn is because it's not explicitly a monetized porn site, there's a lot of user-generated content on there. Yeah, that's my favorite type of content. And that, that user-generated content, because it's user-generated and not generated by a standard-issue porn, mm. uh, um, uh, um, mm. the standard-issue porn ecosystem... I don't want to get naked with that guy. He's going to make me feel terrible about myself. Come on, I'm listening. <laughs> user-generated. Because the content is user-generated and, yes. and because the... These users are going to generate content for people that will send things to them on Patreon or send things to them via whatever other yeah, PayPal they use or whatever it, else. Yeah, they use it to, to advertise for their Just Fans account. Mm-hmm. But, but specifically, you tend to find stuff that is more what humans actually like as opposed to what the porn industry thinks humans like. So you will see people of non-quote standard body types. They don't all have to be rail-thin, runway model-looking folk. They don't have to all be tiny, petite, um, um, uh, um, huge-breasted, tiny-breasted women. Oh, man. They don't have to all be dudes with, like, you know, fucking... 12 inch cocks and rippling whatever. They don't. They, they, <laughs> that's all that Megan's seen so far, though. Man. Look at that guy. Wow. Is that. John, 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 uh, while I appreciate your sharing. Is that real? Your, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, again, so it looks like Megan's opened Tumblr and downloaded a bunch of stuff for the last few hours. Wow. This is really something. Can I ask a question also? Um, so, look at that. <laughs> that guy That's needs, a doinger short. Like, he oh, needs no, no, some John, I think we're absolutely shorts. clear far before that you That guy needs that, some gray sweatpants, I think. Oh, right? he just flashed you. I hope that Megan's face is turning bright, bright red. red. Megan's downloading oh, Tumblr right now as we speak. This is. So, this is uh, is there advertising? There is yes. advertising, but typically for other tumblers and the occasional bit of other we're, advertising. We're, we're, but not we're like, scrolling past ads all the time. Okay. See, because the only way to access I don't Tumblr. Like that, well, the only way to access Tumblr via the Tumblr app on your phone means you're going to get their ad curated content. Which, But even then, you get like, I'd say, it's, what do you say, like a five to one ratio, John? Something like three to one, five I to one? I mean, I'd scroll so fast, I don't even see it. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> I scroll so fast through all of these dicks, I don't even see the advertisement while for you, cleaning yeah. fluid. While you, uh, while which you I should, 
while you can't avoid it, it's th- it's not nearly. I mean, it's about the same as you'd see on Instagram or something like, or, or or if you use the standard Twitter app, like that would be like an ad, like that recommended for you, recommended yeah. for you is like okay. look at this. based on the fact that you look at all this dick all the time. We think you'd enjoy this, but anyway, as I'm trying to say, <laughs> well, that the, guy looks like he's your type. He's not. <laughs> he's not my type. You did this, Otiana. Yeah, this is you. No, no, I didn't do this, but that's okay. The point I'm trying to make is while... Um, Jesus. Oh, my God. Fucking... Look at that. Oh, my God, John. Advertising. Go on. Listening. No, you no. It's, that I, I don't want to... That kid looks too young. I don't want to see that. He's an okay. adult. He John? has a tattoo. He's John, under 35. I'm not interested. <laughs> thank you for, the, for, for demonstrating to Megan what Tumblr is. But to resume the discussion of what's on Tumblr yeah. and what we're missing from Tumblr okay. is because it's a lot of user-generated content that is not just your standard issue, blonde-haired, heavily make-upped women and dudes with huge dicks and heteronormative bullshit and performative le- lesbianism and whatever else. You get to see regular humans doing regular fuck stuff or you get to see people or if you have a very specific fetish if you're into a very specific you can thing, find your community the best place to find yeah. it is not the internet at large it's on fucking tumblr i think you had mentioned that to me before and i, I totally did not listen to you i know but so and and on top of that not only are you going to be shutting down all of these sex workers and lgbtq folk and non-quote standard narrative body type folk who had a place where they could find people that were interested in them or oh, okay. monetize their content or just be all together but we're also because a lot of I mean between uh, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, all yeah, of these, Facebook's mm-hmm. going over their guidelines too. Mm-hmm. Where, all these companies are based here in the U.S. and all these companies have presences scattered across the entire planet. So basically, you're talking about the American puritanization of what is supposedly global content. So some other culture does not give any fucks whatsoever about dicks or nipples or gay or gay stuff or whatever. Only else. female presenting nipples. How fucked exactly, up is that on exactly. Facebook uh, and, and on Instagram? That's who, it, that was the Facebook? phrase I used. Female presenting nipples. Presenting meaning here it is. Meaning, in, meaning in, if the nipples attached to a woman, yeah. I can show my nipples all day on Facebook, and no one's mm-hmm. gonna say it, say a damn thing. You can't show yours; it'll be taken down. Absolutely your horrible. Your nipples. It's, so you, it's really a loss for you guys. It is. I'm sure you have great nipples. My point is that it's this. Um, it's not just the idea of we're protecting ourselves from child porn because let's talk about the number of times that protecting women and or protecting children is the excuse for rolling out censorship on whatever scale. But it's taking our values of what should or should not be on the internet and exporting it to the rest of the planet. Is and there also, also a... But, uh, I'm sorry to is, cut you off, but... As far as this, you're not going to like this, and I and I don't even know how I'm stating this as a hypothesis. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, but no. <laughs> the, regarding the child pornography, doesn't that shove that even further down into the bowels of the internet that it might make it even harder to catch? That is, the same, people? that is the same argument made against Sesta Fosta as well. All the stuff that was trying to regulate sex workers off of Craigslist or off of whatever else. The exact same argument, and it's just as valid there in that case. Okay, continue. Is the, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, isn't there a... Do you, well, no, let me... Pause. Is there a like a political business element going on here, too? No, it's a financial. That's it what I mean. It's all about money, not politics. It's about That's what money. I mean. Like, this company and this company can take over by this, you know, this market by shoving these guys out, pun intended... Because um, we're talking about porn. I would agree, but to be more specific about it, when Congress rolls out some law pro- prohibiting whatever thing to exist, 
uh, like like for example, the, um, Congress made a law to to well, a lot of what Sister Foster does and other related uh, uh, laws in that realm do is push the onus of responsibility from the user posting the information to the content provider. So we're not going to go after you know. John Sketchy for posting child porn pictures, pictures, but we will go after Facebook for allowing John to post those child porn pictures. Mm-hmm. So Facebook or whoever else, instead of covering say, their ass, yeah, in, in, instead of saying, "Hmm, we need to be careful to make sure these people aren't doing these things," they say, "You know what? Let's just remove anything that contains X amount of flesh on it that mm-hmm. maybe is adjacent to child." Yeah, because this isn't just porn. But they're this is just anything that they deem as quote adult. They're amenable to making this like sweeping um, exclusion because they calculate that it's not really going to cost them. Well, I agree, but I think part of the issue is that the lawmakers just say we're going to toss corporate America this bone. Is you guys do whatever you guys do to fix this problem, and they're going to pick the cheapest and easiest solution. And then later on, if they want to fire up some porn content-based channel that, again, is going to continue to push the same narrative, the same bullshit, like this is what we consider or we censure as being attractive, however ex- uh, however exploitive or demeaning as it may be, this is what we feel we, – we, we old white dudes still in charge of this shit. Yes, I'm looking at you, Les Moonves, about – this is what we feel makes sense in a sexual realm is going to be the default stuff. So this is this is the same circle jerk. Yes, I think it's a it's connected to maintain circle the, jerk. The circle jerk. I don't think it's the same circle jerk. I think this. I think the at least the article that I read, the impetus of this was to keep it on the Apple platform. Well, ex- yeah, exactly. This, this all started because Apple said, "Oh, look, this, this app this has child porn on it. Where we don't want to have that in here." And we they take it off, it. then they lose all. That. And Tumblr could not lose all of that user. Sorry, all, hold all, on. All that. What? What? Why is it specific to Apple? Because Apple has strict guidelines for the apps that they have in their app store. Oh, okay. So, um, and we made the cut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're not an app. Well, no. Well, technically, it would be ours. Would be content posted I mean, on, on a given iTunes. podcast. Yeah, and they have edited us, us before. <gasps> Get we the had, fuck out! Yeah, we had Apple knows who we are. <laughs> that makes me feel. Well, I mean, they had really But an argument I've seen lately on the Twitters and other places, ironically enough, is you know you do a, a Twitter search for boobs, you're not going to find a fucking thing. <laughs> if you do a Twitter search for Nazi Nazis, you're going to be drowning in fucking content. Uh, and you Twitter, also- by the way. Used to be because Twitter will still have porn. I think it's the last one of the big apps that will have. Well, not porn. It'll have erotic images and stuff on it. Like I can post a picture of my dick on Twitter if I wanted to. So I think as long as I flag it as hint as uh, adult content or something like that. I don't know. I don't know the rules because I've never done it on Twitter. But um, they used to have it where if you go to Twitter and you click on, let's say, you click on a porn star and you click on media. You can scroll down and you see just a list of like you see pictures and videos that they have posted on there. They don't do that anymore. There's like no thumbnails. It sucks. So you've got to look at all of them individually. Can't. And for the record, for those of you that still want curated, high specified content, uh, porn on Reddit is still a thing. So oh, I don't. Hope. I don't go into Reddit. Reddit frightens me. Reddit should frighten you, but Reddit, much like Instagram or Twitter or whatever else, you can curate your curate your experience and your content to where you are less likely to see things you don't want to see. Isn't that where all the trolls are? It's where trolls can be. There's those plenty of like, trolls on Twitter. Like the, there's plenty uh, yeah, of trolls are, on Instagram. But, but, there's plenty of trolls. But the wherever. trolls on Reddit, those are the ones that they convince you to kill yourself. Um, again, it depends <laughs> on the degree to which there you engage. There should be a special app for that. Your, yeah, 
you download that when you really want somebody to talk you into it. Uh, hot, hot tip. Most Reddit con- content is posted on Imgur. So if you find the Imgur page for that particular subreddit, then all you're going to see is, is the picture. Oh, boy. We'll call it on the fence. <laughs> How's that? I'm just going to continue with my joke. Zing. There it is. Sounds great. Anyway, um, the Tumblr I, I band thing is fucking saying. bullshit. It, and it's, a, it's a bigger deal than it seems. It's a much, and, and that's the thing. The, this is this is part of the reason why Facebook was drugging for the Congress recently. Is our society is doing a particular, and our media included, is doing a particularly poor job of holding Facebook accountable for the fact that they're not just quote um, um, was was it, they're not a news site. They mm. just host and uh, host curated media content, not understanding that like no, you are still responsible for the narratives that your site allows to be propagated. I mean, you know, it, it, the, yes, they're ideas, and ideas never hurt anybody, did they? No. That, that, yeah. I don't like Zuckerberg. A, never in the history of the world have, has an idea hurt anyone. Mm. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely, and this is, uh, I can go in one of my little long rants here about how our laws are still using like, you know, 15th, 16th, 17th century concepts in the 21st century and wondering why it is that we're we have to change the laws. We the have time. to change the laws. Yeah. But the Congress is not exactly super excited about that. Congress was asking Facebook, <laughs> "Have you? did you ever actually watch the uh, testimony? Yeah, it was, it was embarrassing. It was yes. a lot of softball bullshit. It was bullshit. embarrassing. Yeah, well, not even they, didn't know, they don't know how it works. Exactly. It's so clear they don't know how it fucking works. Most motherfuckers don't even use email. What's, Sorry, you, what's you your favorite color, Mark? <laughs> Mark, what's your favorite color? Yeah, there's more than one Green. person and Supreme Court person <laughs> that do not even use email because they don't Green really see the point of it. So, yeah, technology guys, about that. Oh, Why is there no, you know, Ministry of Information or like, you know, cabinet, cabinet position who solely deals with... We can make it. ...IT and information. Anna Cortesio Ortez is going to make it. She's going to get shit done. Yeah, because... I'm, I'm sure I probably high. fucked up her name. Uh, yeah, I think you did, because yeah, I you did not did. recognize Sorry. her. Just say, just say AOC if you can't pull it off. AOC from New Alexander York. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, yes. I fucking love her. Yeah, she's, she's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, side note, um, uh, Ajit Pai Loki uh, admitted that the Oh, that FCC, fucking guy. Yeah, that fucker. Uh, Loki admitted that um, the FCC comments were indeed influenced and or hacked, but is still standing by the fact that no one really hates net neutrality out there. So please continue. People don't care about other people. I don't or sorry, know. that no one hates uh, his, his removal of the neutrality. I had it backwards. But sorry, John, that's, uh, I just hijacked your hot topic. Like no, it's, no, you're supposed to hijack it. We're supposed to have it. It's supposed to be a discussion. This is what happens. Yes, it's good. That's it. You did that's, a good job. That is the sign of a good hot topic. <laughs> if it's hot. <laughs> do you want me to continue on another one or do you want to do one? Um, mine's kind of long. All of yours are long. Always. Long and thick. Um, so, meanwhile, God back to my it. hot topics. Uh, so, we never gravitate too far away from dicks, do we? Just try consistent. just just do it. Just get just throw it out there fast. Megan, I, I'm more than it. happy to to highlight more, um, um, uh, you know, vaginal and or vulvic content should you so desire. Do you, you know? I saw I really a meme don't. of you know those memes of like the cats walking. <laughs> Uh, sure. And then somebody will say something like the cat will be like, <laughs> and then, the, and it was like a hairless cat that was like did a quick run, and then a woman posted. I assume it's a woman. Her it was a female face on Twitter said that that's that's her. I'm gonna fuck this up, but that's her when the doorbell rings, <laughs> and she's getting out of the shower with her puss full out. <laughs> I'm thinking, does that do women talk like that? 
I kind of love it if you do with your puss Jam out. out with your clam out with your puss out. You you know which female friends you can use that kind of language with, and which ones you can't. This is true. Jesus is one of them. Uh, also, Cindy. Cindy is a good uh, outlet for that. Yeah, me too. Um, and I got a ooh, my friend, my friend Katie from Illinois is coming, and she is. Man, I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Uh, yeah, so so you know who you can. That mean made me laugh because I've been there, you know, and well, not with the doorbell, but when you're like in a compromised position, like getting out of the shower, and then there's a knock on the door, and the initial like "fuck," what's that? (laughs) Why? Because you don't have to answer the door. I know, but there's still that shock. Oh, that shock that someone would want to come visit. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and then that juxtaposed with the hairless cat, like trying to walk real. Sometimes I'm surprised when I walk in my apartment and no one is here. I actually like that quite a bit. Sometimes Wait, I, I'm, yeah. when I'm talking to you my know, cats, you guys just show up. Oh, by the way, I have a oh, key for you. When I'm talking to my cats as if they're people, and then I realize that I'm talking to my cats as if they're people. I, I do that all the time. It's I also Nick. talk to myself a lot, but that's just me. But anyway, so do your cats have theme songs? One, do you sing one them of, to them? One of my cats is a theme song. What um, is this? My other two cats do not have theme songs, but they probably should. Um, one of my cats, uh, one of them holding him and, and, and rubbing his belly because he's, he's, he's a little chubby. Um, I sing to him that bit from um, The Antwerp. Fatty, fatty, boom, boom. Hit me with your ching, ching. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, All right. so... Oh, these are uh, keys to the downstairs door? Yes. Oh, I thought it was a king to your apartment. Well, I thought, oh I'm, my God, I'm our friends have just leveled, level up. I'm working on it. I, I locked myself. Oh, I forgot to tell during my week, I also locked myself out of the apartment. <laughs> How'd you do that? You had to get saved by Jesus? Uh, yeah, Jesus had to come. And uh, Jesus saved me. Your Jesus Lord and saves. Savior. Yeah, Jesus saves. Mm-hmm. So. Jesus has a key to your heart, too. Yeah. Think it's a good thing you let him in. Who who better, really? Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, my hot topic is about the uh, dilution of the epistemological debate and the down. nature of the epistemology. You know what? I'm, hey, know what hey, hey you know what? How about you let me explain what the fuck to epistemology is before you start criticizing the fact that... T- That's not how this works. The branch of philosophy that studies the nature of knowledge, its presuppositions and foundations, and its extent and validity. I'm going to be quiet during this one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Basically, to keep it real short and simple, for this part at least, um, you know how the right can just say, hey, Pizzagate, hey, QAnon, hey, mm. this shit exists. And have no actual basis in any kind of scientific data, objectively provable, uh, um, quantitatively provable, just like summon shit out of raw firmament and express it as real. That's called groupthink, right? Well, talking about groupthink? I'm getting there. And the left generally, I mean, basically, science has, quote, come to be on our side. Not Or we've, we've at least chosen to ally, our, uh, ally ourselves with more, with more rigorous scientific. Um, information not not across the board, but also that we engage in policing of each other mm-hmm. to basically um, and some folks disparage this call out culture and i 'll agree that there's we, we, you can fall off on this side on that side of things and you John have previously talked about the the purity test and or the degree of purity that we apply to our politicians as being a negative i 'd agree that again taken to an extreme, it can be a negative, but that on the right 
you're either, you know, th- there, there is no fall from grace insofar as you can be absolutely batshit insane, proven wrong, and it's just steamrolled into the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the left, if someone is continually wrong, they're going to find themselves with less followers and or with less validity and or not listen to as much. I'm not going to say we do this across the board excellently all the time perfectly, but in the last... Oh, we're quick to throw somebody overboard. I mean, just look at Al Franken, for example. Exactly. and but, but, but and, that and, motherfucker so quick. And that kind of attention to the consistency of the message overall on the left, and this is to briefly grant the Democrats the kindness of placing them on the left in that regard, even though they're far more centrist than I would like. But still, my point remains that there is a certain degree of epistemological purity on the right that is missing from the left. There is a foundation of something that you can stand on on the left that is entirely – I mean the, it, it's the fake news gone wild thing and that this has its foundations stretching back uh, – I'm, I'm not going to – I mean to time memorial obviously but in the American political dialogue – and by the way, this entire discussion is basically cribbed from the uh, last – um, uh, it's a Chris Hayes podcast on MSNBC. I'll include that in the links. But, but he he um, has this discussion with someone who studies climate change, and they were and they they have the background in philosophy, and they're the and and uh, uh, Chris Hayes also has a background in philosophy, and they broke it down to this epistemological level of this lack on the right of because basically the right has thrown out science, mm-hmm. the right has thrown out um, uh, the media at large. The right has basically just decided that all these things are suspect. The only thing we can follow is, oh, look, this fucking Cheeto ass motherfucker in the White House who's saying whatever. And even though he says things that are inherently contradictory, that's never, that's not a problem. That's fine because there is no, because they're not epistemologically consistent or rigorous. So Chris hmm? Hayes has a background in philosophy and he got a job. Right. So, well, journalism and philosophy, whatever. I but like him. I, I do. Um, but uh, he's, um, he, both of his books um, are, are my list of things to do, both uh, A Nation and a Country and the one where he and uh, the one he brings up the point I just discussed, which is actually his first book. But I want to trace this thread back a little because, as I'm fond of saying, context all the fucking things. Um, Number one, the outright fucking hagiography that has been the death of George H.W. Bush and mm. the white, whitewashing of his legacy. And oh, yeah. And, but, they power washed it. Yeah. But, but specifically, the ways in which he changed his views, which were far more centrist and or progressive on, say, abortion or on, say, um, his treatment of HIV or do you think he changed them though or did he, he just, literally just, was he, I think did, or did he display that he, he was literally them? pro-abortion until oh, yeah. Reagan wanted him to hop on his train but I don't do you think he personally actually changed his views or did he want to appear that he did so that those crazy people I think that regardless of his motivation the fact of the matter is that publicly as a politician he yeah. decided he publicly or even more famously with his um, uh, rolling back his view on uh, supply side economics. At first, it was voodoo economics, whatever. And it's just like you know what? No, this sounds great. And all these things are the ways in which he capitulated to either full on right wing crazy or just um, actually it doesn't make sense for political gain. Yeah, totally. and that exists. With, and and how the right overall has been gradually eroding its own sanity and alleged conservatism. Uh, you're removing its own epistemological fundamentals and bases in pursuit of power and or influence mm-hmm. and giving more and more ground to these fucking whack jobs. Mm-hmm. And this is even more interesting when you look at – because a whole bunch of stories have been trickling out over the years. One very, very recently and one back in 2011 from the Nixon library, right? One set 
that's particularly damning is basically Roger Ailes planning on the eventual um, establishment of Fox News as a voice in the political yeah. right on on the larger scale, and we can go on for right. ages it's about how they've made run things media. this nasty. Yeah, they had a direct role in lending to the environment we currently dwell in, full of people that lack any sort of consistent ideology outside of we're going to blindly follow this person or these concepts, which are still interchangeable. But so you have um, Nixon essentially, um, or Ailes suggestions to Nixon and him not following up on it because he got distracted. But but also huh. that um, Nixon's role in essentially um, collaborating with a foreign power to sabotage the Vietnam peace talks mm-hmm. to ensure that he would have political leverage against LBJ because, hey, he didn't fix this Vietnam problem, but I will. And all those thousands of lives that were lost Ex- as a result. So, we, we again, we have um, a case recently of a president colluding with a, or at least in this case, a politician colluding with a foreign power for political Synergizing. Gain. You like the term synergizing sure, now. Sure, I do. <laughs> but that it's... But, it, it, all of these things provide context for the current political moment where we have a president and, and or a past president and a past organization that contributed towards the, an utter breakdown of us being um, – uh, this, this guy I often get in debates with likes to make it more a matter of modernism versus postmodernism on a large scale. I disagree. I think it's fundamentally an epistemological breakdown. And I think that it's more a matter of modernism is – despite – on the political left, a lot of things that they do, it can be shoveled under postmodernism. That's still a false dichotomy insofar as modernism is what gave us fascism. Modernism was what gave us World War II because modernism failed to account for the fact that humans are not purely logical and rational creatures and you can totally feed them absolute bullshit and crazy and get them to do what you want them to do writ large. And hence where we are now. So anyway, that's what I was thinking I about this week. And I have a whole bunch of links in there to support my crazy talk. And I was thinking talk. that what, what, what lately has been really um, annoying me on all the different political talk shows is how they treat uh, the Republicans and Democrats by completely different standards. So now they talk about 2020, we hear this over, or at least I hear this over and over and over and over again of, well, how... How how left are, are the Democrats going to go when they never ask any sort of Republican how right are they going to go? Because the mm-hmm. Republicans go all the way to the right, mm-hmm. like they pander to the very base humans, the racists and the homophobes. You know, they but they never ask them. Well, how far is uh, let's let's see how far is a. I can't even think of a Republican that's probably going to run. How far to the right is Nikki Haley going to go? Fear they never ask them that. Fear and pride. But they're all always, they always pride. ask, like, Beto O'Rourke, how far to the left is he going to go? And it's like, maybe the Democrat, whoever gets the nomination or all the nominees, should go as far to the fucking left as they feel they, they should. I mean, because we can see over and over again of examples of people that did that, that weren't afraid to be called a liberal, and they won. Or they would have won if there weren't so many shady shenanigans that had gone on, you know. Wisconsin, North Carolina. Anyway, that that's Michigan. that's but yeah. that's what annoys me. It's like, and I hear it almost every single day, of false equivalencies. Yeah, but it's not even a false equivalency because they don't ask it on the other side. Mm. You know, they don't ask the Republicans. Oh my God, how how far right are they going to go? They don't. Anyway, 
So yeah, that's my series of crazy hot topics. And I include links to the Intercepts uh, podcast on George Bush, the uh, uh, Chris Hayes podcast, and uh, the articles on Nixon's shenanigans. Because yeah, it's it's really uh, really important for us to understand what got us here. So maybe we can try and. I know it's so funny that like they keep on wanting to say it's not enough yet. There's not enough yet to uh, to impeach. There's not enough to impeach. There's not enough to impeach. We think of like Bill Clinton. He was impeached over a blowjob. If you base it down, not even just a blowjob, but lying to the American people. Mm. Like that's what, that was the root of it. Lying to well, actually lying to Congress, not mm-hmm. to the American. Lying to Congress. Um, and it's like so. Here we have so we it's not proven yet, but uh, and the indictment of of Cohen. I think it was was it Cohen or Manafort. Anyway, one of them. I know it was Cohen. Mm-hmm. That basically in the indictment said that they could that they have proof that individual one, which would be Trump, ordered him to more or less to to do those payments or whatever. So Trump lied to the American people and. Went while he was running for like, what? I mean, it's it's a it's a running thing. Yeah, I mean, so like, so he. Got it's not like he lied to office. us about being a liar because he totally didn't. But you know what I'm like? How many of? Uh, I mean, could could any votes be changed if they could prove that? You know, what all those payments. Yeah, when asked about it, when he asked, so he didn't like he lied about all that. So how many people, if they had known that he had committed adultery, um. If, could that have changed any, you know, how many people could have possibly changed their vote if they knew that he was, had this, this billion dollar deal in the works with, with Russia? I would argue, you know, that, the, like, I would argue that the epistemological foundation had already, have already been eroded to the point that, I mean, you could trace it back, but as, you never back know. as far as Newt Gingrich. Because, for the love of God. I mean, he did not win the popular vote. Yeah. The you number know? of people that voted for, <laughs> for Trump don't know where Russia is. So, so I don't know that that's a... Ah, West Virginia. But, but I mean, it's God one of those where you. we just, we really don't know. We fear, really don't know. No, and fear, we, we anger, can't. pride, fear, Or just the pride, fact that he anger, lied pride. and committed uh, federal crimes with those, with those election viola- violations. I mean, if that, if, could, would he even be eligible to, to take that? It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. At least we're absolutely... Because we know, like, even by the wrong standards, if it was flipped and Hillary Clinton had done all that shit, they would have... The Democrats, on fire. the Democrats would someone, have someone, someone with a vagina doing those things. Oh no, it's over. Sorry, but the Republicans—that <laughs> that really is the worst thing that could happen. The mm, Republicans, yep, which are yep, supposed no to, which you know, the joke that they are the the side of the the uh, morally, you know, woohoo, we're the side of the family, we're mm. the side of religion. Evangelicals for Trump, yo, good it's times. So crazy. So yeah. Uh, Megan, do you want to do your thing, or are we gonna do another one, Johns? I got uh, I got two, and they're they're both just delightful. Oh, we, we, I've we got always... the palate cleanser. This I'll say not uh, heavy. I'll not say heavy? that. Go for it. Okay. Is it palate cleansery? Uh, one of them is kind of funny, okay. actually. Uh, so I'd like actually to do that one last, if I may. Do it last. Okay, so I'll do this one first. So um, Illinois, as you know, is a, a state in which I was born. That's where so, Chicago's in. It is in, sh- yes, Chicago is in Illinois. That is correct. Um, it's basically <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> and then there's all the rest of that. They call it upstate and downstate. Oh. If you're, uh, if you're not in Chicago, you live in downstate Illinois. 
Oh, according to Republicans, Chicago is just I mean, on fire all the time with murdered. Negroes in the streets oh, yeah. just blowing people down. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with the Republicans on that, but for different reasons, I think it's on fire. It's sure, completely separate issue. So anyway, uh, this, the Illinois State Capitol Rotunda, which, as everyone knows, is not Chicago but uh, Springfield, which is in, in the downstate part, and where the Simpsons are from. Yes, no, that's Oregon. Uh, really? Really? Yeah. I thought it was Springfield, notice? Illinois. No, I thought it was Illinois too. No, it, it was all has been revealed, and you guys missed it. It's Oregon. Thanks, Springfield, for Oregon. I'm sorry Please to continue. disappoint. Um, so. <laughs> So, so in the rotunda, in the Illinois State Capitol, they're representing uh, all, many faiths. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, for, for the holidays, for the holiday season. Um, and uh, this year, it includes um, the uh, <laughs> a snaketivity. Ooh. Yes. You don't know about this? Is it, is it altered oh, a set? It's uh, it's from the Chicago branch of the Satanic Temple. Oh, almost as good. They're doing a uh, a snaketivity, uh, and the sign next to it says "Knowledge is the greatest gift," which you can't really argue with. No, no, no. Um, unless you're a Christian, <laughs> and then it's very easy to argue against. That. Oh wait, I did hear about this. This is the one of like the snake and Eve and stuff and things. Yeah, so it's a it's a um, it's an arm holding an apple. Uh huh. Uh, and there's a snake coiled around it, right? So, um, so this is my favorite bit. So, so, so right next to it is this uh, this state of Illinois sanctioned sign that the the Capitol put out, and it says, "Quote: The state of Illinois is required by the First Amendment of the United <laughs> States Constitution to allow temporary public dis- temporary." I'm surprised they didn't capitalize all of those letters, actually. That's very progressive of them. Public displays in the state capitol, so long as these displays are not paid for by taxpayer dollars. Don't forget, you're not paying for it. Um, Because the first floor of the Capitol Rotunda is a public place, state officials cannot legally censor the content of speech or displays. The United States Supreme Court has, (laughs) has held the public officials may legally impose reasonable time, place, and manner restrictions regarding displays and speeches, but no regulation can be based on the content of the speech, end quote. So... Go Illinois. Reluctantly. We need to do that in Texas. Oh, there oh, is a, oh yes, that's forthcoming. There is a, there is a uh, chapter of the state church here in Texas. I'm someplace. sure there is. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is it in the rotunda? I have no idea if it's in the rotunda. I can tell you with a degree of certainty, pretty high. Although I that will it say, is not. That let's not forget, we, we talk of, um, you know, it, it's okay to put this statue in here as long as it's not paid for by state funds. Uh, let's not forget just how many Confederate monuments in this country are indeed purchased for, or museums that are purchased by and or supported by our maintenance by state funds. Yeah. So, Take them all down. I'm into that. Uh, Every last one. Dallas did actually take down the, the Robert It was Eaton breaking thing. news. Well, e, um, I'm glad that People it's were done. very upset. I am too. Fuck e, that shit. E.R. Thornton Freeway is still a thing. So... RL RL, thank you. That guy. Who is RL Thornton? A very prominent Klansman. Oh, I didn't know that. Among among a list of other things. So I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. You ready for another one? Sure. What time are we at? I'm just curious. Six hours. 
118. Oh, not bad. We're, hmm. we're doing we're doing great. Finally, after years and years. Um, so, does anybody even watch the fucking Oscars? I never. Or the Academy no. Awards? Is the Academy Awards the Oscars? This is, I think I'm it's a the bad same gay. Thing. I'm a bad gay. I think it's the same thing. The oh, Oscar is the award, and the Academy Awards is the, the people that like do it. The the event. I think. Okay. Um. So you all we all know that Kevin Hart was originally going to. He's do a it. little baby guy. He's a little baby guy. He's problematic. I already knew that he was a little homophobic. I didn't know to the full extent of it. Um, I didn't hate him. I didn't like him. Anyway, so so uh, it was a lot of his past homophobic uh, tweets and homophobic jokes were uh, uncovered again, or I, actually I say re- revisited because, yeah, revisited, like I said, because good. I knew I I knew that he had some problematic shit. Because if past. you're if you're putting it on Twitter, it's it's not being yeah. covered. So up, more or less, really. long story short, the Academy, and we all realize that I think the only people that really watch the Oscars are like women and gay dudes. I don't people think, that don't have anything to do. It's usually what on a like weeknight, like nobody fucking, that has know. to. I don't, I don't watch the movies, so I don't really care. Um, but this is not about me. Uh-huh. So anyway, a, lo- <laughs> a, a large group of people said, hey, this is not a good choice. It came down to, I think the Academy told him, hey, apologize, or you're going to have to step down. So Kevin Hart stepped down and then apologized. It was really weird, where it's like, all you had to fucking do do is say, hey, I don't believe this shit anymore. I'm sorry for my life. This uh, happens all the time. Did he, he not say that in his down. apology? He did in his apologies after he stepped down. Okay, but but isn't that the classier move? If you're like, you know what, I'm not the person. No, because to do this? before all that, he was very like petulant, and I'm not going to apologize. Okay, and you so guys, and I'm resisted. trying to be positive, and you guys are being negative, and you're trying to bring me down. So blah, he blah, didn't blah, throw blah. his hands up right away and say like, oh, no, okay, I can no, see. Okay, he did not. All right, well, he did not, but. The apology, the apology that issue was pretty good. Like it was like was he it? had a team of people that apologized. And oh, he had a team that, that apologized came up with on his, his behalf. That is a good apology. Let's not forget the additional context of he and his wife threw a Cowboys and Indians birthday party for their son <laughs> on <laughs> on Thanksgiving. But were there any on gay cowboys? Thanksgiving? Well, my only thing, my, my there issue were no with, Cowboys with, on Thanksgiving. Mm. Well, I, I'll, I'll address this later. So anyway, totally historically so, incorrect. So we don't know who's going to host the the Academy Awards. We don't care. Nick, do you know who Nick Cannon is? Oh, he's another comedian. He Isn't used he to, married to Mariah Carey? Not formally. anymore. Formerly. Oh no, poor little guy. So he def, uh, Nick Cannon defends Kevin Hart by posting old homophobic tweets from female comedians. Um, in nice, an attempt to defend done. Kevin Hart, who stepped down from the hosting Academy Awards following a backlash over his past homophobic comments, comments, Nick Cannon has resurfaced old tweets from Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Handler that he says also used homophobic language. Um, it sounds like my boss. Like, you feel bad, but I feel bad, too. Also, look at this. Look at what they did. I did something bad, but they did, too. And these are all tweets where they all, all three of them used fag, bef- you know, um, in tweets and in or in jokes and in not in jokes, just cool. kind of saying it. Um, Sarah Summerly said she's addressed this over and over and over again with, that she's basically cringes at some of her old material. Um, uh, people are saying, "Hey, what's with all the?" So, so on. It would, I guess what what? Oh, that's 
I, sh- I should have probably read this beforehand, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm failing you. No, it's okay. I have a lot of thoughts on the, the topic same time. of using the word fag. Uh, mm-hmm. I revisited uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Just does just it hold up? Really, most nineties comedies don't. Eighties no. <laughs> or nineties comedies. Have no, they really did shit. use that like three times. Okay, this is what this is. Okay, right. this is what I was trying to find. Thank you for vamping for me. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. about that our past mistakes, Silverman recently told the Guardian, "All I can do is learn from it, be changed forever by it, and do what I can to make it right going forward." And Amy Schumer and and Chelsea Handler um, haven't responded at all to all these old tweets being uh, brought up again. I guess for me, a couple of things I want to say about this is none of these people are, I, I think, even in the running to host the Oscars. And if they did, I think that they would have received the same sort of scrutiny. I think they would. I think they would. Because especially Chelsea Handler, there are a lot of people on the right that do not like her politics that do this all the time anyway. I think that to do so is to not recognize that there is a fundamental difference the way the society treats women, black men, white men, queer folks, trans folks, and so on. I think that it is definitely important to hold dude accountable, hold anybody accountable for Mm -hmm. stuff. It's important for the person, when they're held accountable, to go, damn, you know what? I apologize to the people that were hurt for me doing X, Y, and Z things. I recognize that X, Y, and Z things were wrong for P, D, and Q reasons, and not just I'm going to toss some cash out to whoever, but these are the ways in which I hope to improve, which Sarah Silverman is kind of sort of halfway done in a variety mm-hmm. of ways. Other two didn't do shit because guess what? As prominent white women, they may not necessarily have to. But also, let's be, keep in mind who is being attacked in this case, i.e. queer folk. Mm-hmm. How much does society at large, actual people in power society at large, really care for queer folk in this context? If Kevin Hart was going after some white dude or if there was some woman going after some white dude, then we might see some actual attraction, anger, rage, you're booted out of society forever type shit. But if they're going after somebody... Some fairly, white straight dude, you mean? Exactly. Okay. If they're fairly low on the social totem pole... And, you know, if, if, if you're only but so high and you're up to someone lower than you, people up at the top don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, but, I, think, I, I think the power dynamics here are very important to this but discussion. But Sarah Sorman, Amy Schumer, and Chelsea Handler both, like, if they use the word fag, I don't feel like they're homophobic. They can use problematic language, but at the same time, I don't think either of those people are against my community. Whereas Kevin Hart, I don't know what his intentions are. I do, like that whole thing that he said. I don't said, think that intent is important here. Do oh, you? I think intent is everything. I, I think, think in this case, if, you, if, you are, if you are everything. using the word period, if anything using that word in, in whatever context in social media, I mean, you actually look, you, you have the tweets right there in front of you. You can see how they, yes, they could have used it in quote the socially disparaging general issue. Get, hey, that hey, that's gay. Hey, that's mm-hmm. whatever. Broad based, using it as a bad word to describe a bad thing. Thing, and whether Kevin Hart did that or not, just <laughs> okay, okay. How about this? Do, I guess, like you, with with Kevin Hart, I don't know if they're necessarily jokes. But this is my thing. How do, do you do understand that in the absence of any data, there is an undercarriage of an assumption that a black man using that word and a white woman using that word has a different connotation. Oh yeah, totally. And that we are all subject to that assumption. Mm-hmm. And this is again that Rose digging for her keys moment. If it was some black dude digging for his keys, it'd be conceived a very so, different way. We'd so pull in, out of that bag. Intent does matter. Mm-hmm. Not their intent is presumed. Is, 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 is the point I'm trying to make? Uh, 
Because okay. if Ann Coulter used that word, it'd be different than Sarah Silverman using that word. So, one so is ta- an ally, one is but not. We have, but an we ally. have data on Sarah but Silverman. But you're talking I don't, about. Do, do you have data on Kevin Hart? I'm sorry, yes. No, you don't have to apologize. You, uh, you're you're talking about the difference between perceived intent and actual intent. Yes. Okay. Insofar as I don't know if Kevin Hart has a history of saying homophobic shit, I know that Sarah Silverman has a history of being all over the map. Mm-hmm. I know Amy Schumer has a history of being problematic and over the map. I don't know jack and fuck all about Chelsea Handler or whoever else. But what I'm oh, saying Chelsea is Chelsea Handler is a great big. Uh, can we use the term fag hag? Sure. I mean, I, a lot of her to. audience is gay men. So, and that's why, like, when she says that, I know she's not saying that to put you or okay. put me down. And this is, you know? so, so it sounds like then we're talking about the intersection of your experience with these people on top of certain underlying social assumptions about, hey, a white woman saying fag, unless I know for sure she said problematic shit, she might get a pass versus a black versus a, a black man because there is also a social assumption that a lot of black people are going to come from a more religious background and hence likely be homophobic. Mm-hmm. So there is a certain presumed intent of the person because what's her name? Ann Coulter is an exception because she's absolutely clear where she falls on the yeah. scale. And I think Kevin Hart has... Kevin Hart now versus Kevin Hart back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I guess I don't really know. But the joke that they all come back to is not really so much a joke at all. It's like where where he was. It's like the premise is that if he, as a heterosexual father, if his son was exhibiting behavior that could make then believe that he is gay. That'd mm-hmm. be like the greatest he, fear for him. Exactly, and that's fine. I mean, and, and, and please, and, sorry, and so like, no, the, what don't. you what you pull from that is like that's like I don't know where the joke is, you know? Yeah, and I, I agree that I'm not trying to not hold him accountable for saying something fucked up. I'm just trying to place it in a overall historical context as far as the inertia that led to. Um, not only him responding the way he did at first, but the assumptions that people had about him making that comment. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, but, maybe I mean, those assumptions were correct. And I'm sorry, I, I, my brain kind of phased out for a second when you read his apology, so I can't gauge. Oh, I can. I didn't sincerity. read his apology. I can read it now though, because I had I. Oh, fuck, I lost but, it. But I mean, honestly, it sounds like it's somebody else's apology. This is my point. Isn't that's another thing? That, and I think we've talked about this before. The idea of like how to do a good apology, and or are you actually are you apologizing for what you did, or are you apologizing the fact that you did something that offended people? Do you have an apology team? That yeah, will, exactly. Uh, calculate your mm-hmm. apology for you, or I can guarantee you, there are folks that get paid for that exact shit. But it's like yeah. the apology that he did. Fixers. Like if he had done that mm-hmm. before, he could have like. Okay, this is. I've made the decision to, to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. Oh, it is the Oscars. Good. There you go. Not the Golden Globes. I still don't know the difference. Well, Are the matter. Golden Globes also the Oscars? No. Are they different? Yeah, um, uh, fuck, I lost it again. Okay, here we go. This is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. That's another kind of a, a dig in this, where who probably wasn't the best choices. There's a lot of LGBTQ actors and projects that are up for awards so it would have been kind of weird you know um i sincerely apologize to the lgbt community for my incentive words from my past i'm sorry that i hurt people i'm involved involving and want to continue to do so my goal is to bring people together not tear us apart much love and appreciation to the academy i hope we can meet again see if he had done that first i think that yeah because the, the like, last i heard was that he refused to apologize he refused to apologize but, but then I, he stepped sure. down and then apologized it's like i feel like if he had done that first i think i think there there's a there's a certain group of people that that would not forgive him no matter what and he will 
always be labeled a homophobe forever, whether or not he is homophobic. Because again, we don't know. I, I, I don't. He could have evolved from where he was ten years ago when that original stand-up came out, where he said that crazy shit. Um, I feel like if he had done that apology first, he. Could have uh, that's kept one it. of the major differences between dude culture and lady culture is that we apologize first and then we think about what we're apologizing for. And dudes are like, fuck you. Oh, sorry about saying fuck you. Also, this other thing that I did. But even yeah, when they say sorry when I say fuck you, it's not for sorry that I hurt your feelings. Oh, no, no. It's just yeah. I'm saying this series just of words because down, this series. Exactly. You you hysterical person. Yeah, because this series of words is supposed, probably to make a woman. You stop feeling, is supposed to make you stop <laughs> making me feel uncomfortable. It has nothing oh, to do with God. actually addressing the issue. So, again, it's going to go back to that. Touche and Nick Cannon bringing up all the other, like. I mean, I think he's he's Nick making Jan- a little bit of a point, but I think they would have re- received similar backlash. I think there what's that one Nick guy Cannon's that got full of shit? It really doesn't fucking matter what he has to say about whoever else said yeah. that. But I think before. he was he was making a good point that I think it's a false equivalency. It, it, it's totally a false equivalency. <laughs> no, I agree he with was you there. Making a good point. What about that? That that there are comedians that have done similar stuff in the past and tweeted these stuff out publicly in the past. And but the context the is, is different. Yeah, from yes. what you're saying, Chelsea Handler's family, Silver Silverman's apologized, and Amy Schumer is in that, like, ascended, I don't give a fuck white woman status that can do this You're right. Shit. I was saying that. I was, I was being too everything. nice to Nick Exactly. Yeah. Fuck Nick Cannon in this case for making a false equivalency, <laughs> and fuck Kevin Hart for taking so goddamn long to make an apology and giving a terrible example of how to actually apologize when you fuck up, which is what I talked about but like not like two episodes ago about how we as a society don't give folks that pathway so we don't so especially men are really shitty at it mm-hmm. and he probably didn't even write the fucking apology he's gonna fuck up in some other ridiculous way doing mm-hmm. some ridiculous ass thing like this is uh, far more recent again having a cowboys indians fucking birthday party on thanksgiving no he and poker because you know he's a poker player too he and antonio esfandiari are supposedly boxing in march are we talking about uh Kevin Hart. Okay, and um, I kind of want uh, kind of want Antonio to win now. <laughs> Although I don't think he can win because Kevin Hart, he may be a little guy, but he's got some some muscles. So so muscles equal hit hard. Uh, I thought we were talking about poker. <laughs> Playing. Uh, they, I know they're, they're hitting in poker, they're, but they're, I thought it was like a metaphorical. No, no, they're he bet Kevin Hart that he could beat him in a boxing match. And okay. Kevin Hart took him up on that, and they're going to box in March. All right. And I want Antonio to win. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, don't give a shit. <laughs> I, for one, think black men About any be of it. About any of that boxing nonsense. I, for one, think that cishet black men can and should do better. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean... It's hard to... Because uh, the entertainment industry... It's so interesting. There's so many gay people involved, yet it's still so homophobic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of money to be made in self-hatred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Which is hilarious. Uh, so does anybody else have anything, or should I do my my? my I've got palette. a palate cleanser. I've got one other story story, and then a palate cleanser. Oh, okay. uh, this one, it's really sad. Oh, Tiano, you've only got the one? I, I, I'm, my, I have. Um, You're tapped out. I have gotten my castle nut off. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you You're for welcome. bringing that, that was, around. That was just for you. This is mm. a recap of a story that we talked about, I uh, got so long ago. 
Um, Tennessee Supreme Court rules Centoya Brown must serve 51 years in prison before she's eligible for release. Uh, she's a young woman who uh, murdered an older man who propositioned her for sex. Um, and uh, Is she black? Yes. Get out of town. Is he white? Uh, he was white. Yes. <laughs> He's not anymore. <laughs> Probably Very gray, good John. modeled. <laughs> Brown's case last year caught the attention of high-profile Hollywood stars who used their social media platform to protest the life sentence Brown was handed. Brown said she shot and killed uh, 43-year-old Johnny Mitchell Allen after she re- resisted his, his advances and after she believed he re- was reaching for a gun. She then took a gun out of her purse and shot and killed him. Um, so they petitioned because she was just... She, uh, to make a long story short, uh, she was sentenced to life in jail. Um, her attorneys, they uh, argued that there's this law in Tennessee that said that minors cannot be sentenced to life in jail. Went all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said that basically because um, uh, the life sentence um, is 60 years, that she's eligible for parole um, after uh, 15% that time's up. So nine years. So she'd get, what is that? So whatever 60 minus nine is. <laughs> <laughs> 51 years because of that it's not a life sentence because of that it sticks and a lot of people are really upset it about it yeah and and a lot of people are comparing this case to like uh brock turner who received a very minor sentence for oh raping well somebody that's a that's an appropriate equivalency that makes total sense to me so so uh, it's how, fucked up. how old is this lady uh, she was, I believe, sixteen. Jesus fucking Christ! When it happened, I think. And how old was this? Was this dude? He was in his forties. He was forty-three. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and again context all the fucking things on this. <laughs> yeah, she was sixteen years old. Sixteen years old, and, and she's gonna been... she's gonna have to serve 50, a, a minimum of fifty-one years in prison. He was probably just giving her directions somewhere. 16... And, I mean, and we should also say that you know he's dead, so. So good riddance. Is that what Just you mean? So, like you know, in the court of law, I, he he can't. Dead men tell no tales. Well, thank Christ. <laughs> to again, context. pun intended, because he also died. I <laughs> get it. It's close to Christmas. To again, context all the things. We're talking about a sixteen-year-old girl who had been. Repeatedly raped and assaulted and sex trafficked, at one point literally sold into sexual slavery for most of her life, Um, who had had issues with drugs, most likely as a coping mechanism, and or was forced onto them because it's a common tactic when it comes to someone that is sex trafficked in order to exert existing level or increasing levels of emotional and or mental control over them, who may have had mental health issues spurning from this treatment, who was placed in a situation where they were, you know, not even propositioned, but she was at his house because the transaction had already taken place, unsure if she was working on her own or under the guidance and or coercion of a pimp of some kind, who, because she felt unsafe at that point in time because of whatever actions committed by this person, defended herself and or killed this person. So we're having someone who is going to be put away for whatever amount of time um, without any consideration of the number of factors in which society failed this person mm-hmm. and placed them in that set of circumstances. So while, you know, we didn't take care of you, in fact, maybe contributed to the things that led to you being in a position where you felt the need to make this choice, uh, we're still going to hold you accountable for that choice. 
So that's so again, much of her life. Context all here. the fucking things. Yeah. Yeah, you should have known better abused sixteen year old mm-hmm. with no frame of reference. Mm-hmm. Uh what the fuck? God damn it. That wasn't your palate cleanser. No, it was not. Okay, okay, good. Cool. Do you want me? I can do my palate. Which which palate cleanser is going to be more? Palate-y? Well, I don't know what yours is. I feel like mine. Mine's is, local. M- mine is is uh, is Europe. Well, yeah, I guess it's 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 the EU because it's Ireland. Okay, don't we do mine first? Yeah, go ahead. This is this is a special for me and Megan because because um, <laughs> we're white. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> because we both attended the University of Texas at yeah. Dallas, oh. and this oh, is right, our right, alma right. mater. Shrine, shrine to Hollywood actor discovered under stairwell. <gasps> what? A framed photo of Steve Buscemi placed in a crawl space, surrounded by prayer candles oh, and no. toy phone. Two students discovered a makeshift shrine to actress T.B. Shimmy <laughs> under a stand- stairwell in Green Hall on Wednesday. Um, literary studies junior Maddie G- Gathright and her friend, economic senior Katie Brannon, were walking upstairs to a computer lab in Green Hall to study when they saw traffic cones near the bottom of the stairwell. Brannon said she went to investigate and noticed a small door at the bottom of the stairs was open. Steve Buscemi is very short. After Go going inside, Brannon found a framed photo of Buscemi along prayer candles, a toy phone, and a used pregnancy test among <laughs> other items. <laughs> what the wow. fuck? It is unclear oh, who created the sign. This comes after a discovery of a Danny DeVito shrine in a New York college <laughs> earlier this month. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. I have a lot of questions. I want to say a white person probably did this. Yes. I'm, going to, I'm going to concur with Definitely that. Definitely a white person. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know if it's a man or a woman. It could, well, there's a pregnancy test there, so maybe. I don't know. Doesn't mean it's theirs. Is it, is it used? I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> that, actually, right. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She recorded theirs. their experience in a, in a video, video that was later shared on UTD subreddit. Oh, God, they have a subreddit. It received nearly 2,000 likes. Brandon said her original intent, this is what's dear to my heart, <laughs> original intent in going to the bottom of the stairwell is to take a traffic cone as she has a hobby for collecting them. That, of course she does at, at U- UTD. My other best friend lives in Hawaii, and there's the traffic cones everywhere. There are literally piles in the street, Brandon said. She and I tried to see if I could <laughs> lean out the window and grab a traffic cone without her stopping. <laughs> we would tuck them into bed, and, and her husband would get mad. So now I have a thing for traffic cones. Hold on a second. Hold on. You did say this is pretty white, and I have to say I'm with you on this so far. Uh, did that person say, uh, my other best friend lived in, lives in Hawaii? Yeah. Is that like, well, my girlfriend lives in Canada? Is it like that? <laughs> or like, <laughs> I have more than one friend. Interesting fact about Steve Buscemi. Oh, Christ. He apparently was a uh, on-again, off-again volunteer fireman for most of his life, and he just low-key showed up to 9-11 after the uh, after tragedy and just helped out. Yeah. Didn't like, no cameras, no I'm announcing, just showed up and just grabbed And nobody and was shit. like, you're too beautiful to be here. Get out. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. Well, so my first question, my first official question is... <laughs> Is this is this from like na- national news? Or, no, this or is, is from this the, UCD the Daily Mercury. Comet. Okay. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> That's important to know. I think. Actually, I probably could have reached out to. I could probably reach out to this to both these. Oh my God! All of these Twitter. players. Oh my God! We missed our opportunity. We could it's have got missed. them on the phone. It's not missed. We can we can keep this running. Do you want to follow up? I oh, absolutely why? want Ugh. to follow up on this. Okay. Because, yeah, because I'm going to find them on Twitter. I'm going to reach out. Because to them. it has no significance. 
at all. Well, probably I'm not going to do that now because they hear that and they, you, they, no, you no, say I, they have no significance. No, I think we should. They're going to get their feelings hurt. Oh, pff, they don't fucking listen to this. Well, they will if I reach out to them and say, hey, only, we talked about you on Secretly Tim. And they're going to be like, oh, they no, no, talked no, about no. us. And they're going to listen. I'm like, no, just, oh. just say this. Just say, um, we have this podcast. We would like to interview you about the story that we read. And then you can tell them what the name of the podcast is when they're here recording. And then it's too late. Oh, but, you want a live yeah. And that what, what, we need to come up with the name of this studio cuz my studio in my apartment was called the Cat Studio. What's Megan's studio going to be called? Oh, this is like um the Gay Studio. Boys Town Studio. Uh, Gayville Studio. Man. I don't I don't know. What let's hear your palate cleanser. Okay. We're going to talk I'll, about I'll about, about maybe trying to reach later. out to them later. All right, so so this is from an actual news source. <gasps> you, the UTD Mercury is an act, is an actual news <laughs> oh, source. Oh yes, because UTD is known for its journalism. It problem. is. Oh my God! <laughs> Stop right. shitting on our alma mater. Oh, it's fine. those students work hard. They do. They do. They do work hard. It really is a bargain, though. Like I I I came out of that grad school with nine thousand dollars in student loans and then i went to fucking u of i and came out with sixty thousand i had a great experience at utd no, i, think I had like an 85 percent positive experience at utd <laughs> i had a sexual encounter Ringing on that campus did you no it i absolutely hot. didn't remember i was flying in from uh, illinois when was i gonna you had to pick me up at the airport to take me to school every day and then take and me back. i did you did. Because I'm a friend. And for $20 a week, that was a fucking bargain. <laughs> okay. So uh, so this is out. Of, oh, man. I really en- I enjoyed this story. So, so this is out of Ireland, uh, Dublin, to be more specific. Um, so there's a, a football club called Ballybrack. Is this like, is this like soccer? It is, yes. Okay. It's soccer. Um, and it's, uh, I think it's more of one of the minor... Uh, teams but so so Ballybrack releases what was the date on this um Ballybrack an amateur Dublin soccer team told league officials that one of its players had been killed in a traffic accident on its way home from practice the date on the article is November 28th so um 2018 yes sometimes they trick you no no it was this year (laughs) Uh, so, so they put out a tweet cause I see that there's a picture of a little bird there. So it must be that. Um, and, uh, they said, uh, Fernando La Fuente. That's not been, an Irish name. No, but you know, they recruit people cause football is a, I mean, uh, soccer. It's a global a, thing everywhere, but, but here. Yeah. So they're like, Oh my God, it's terrible. This this dude on our team, he died in a traffic accident. And uh, we agreed to call off our scheduled game for respect of La Fuente. Does he not exist? So what happened was um, La Fuente was on the team. But um, here's a quote from him uh, <laughs> from the grave. <laughs> After my work finished, I was, <laughs> I was playing some video games. And suddenly I got a call from work, La Fuente told RTA. Uh, Radio 1 on Wednesday. His co-worker called Tuesday night to check on him. Um, Hello, are you dead? (laughs) I don't know what that means, to check on him. Uh, They'd seen reports about his quote-unquote accident. So he says, they they started sending me all these news articles and all these mass media. 
Uh, English is the second language. Uh, and that's how I found out I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that this football club uh, did not want to play this team. <gasps> so they took a player that they'd had that hadn't played um, since January. Well, no. He played since Jan. He was on the team in January, but he dropped out two months ago. So November, October, September. September, he was he dropped out. He quit. And um, I don't know. I, I guess they didn't announce that to anybody. So they were going to play this team that they thought was going to like murder them. So they were like, oh, my God, we've had this tragic accident. Do it in Irish accent. I can't, I can't do it because I'm, I mean, I'm. I've been drinking, so you would think that I'd be better. <laughs> I have to prepare for this. I'm trying to think if I can even do an Irish accent. <laughs> I'm afraid to do it on a recording. I am too. Because <laughs> I want to practice first. <laughs> I want to I want to hear some Irish people first. Oh, I want to hear absolutely. Conor McGregor, like, how yeah. does he sound? Oh, oh my God, we had a horrible accident. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> It's a tragic accident. We had like a lint. It's a tragic accident. It's a tragic accident. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, my heritage so is Irish, so I can they, make they, fun of them. They don't play professionally. This is a broadcaster. They don't play professionally. <laughs> Most of them have regular jobs, and some of them work in the UK or at university. People moving to other countries. So there's a transient factor, you know, like you're not always, your your entire life is not the football club. So someone could pretend that you were deceased. Mm-hmm. And uh, Do you think they'd give him the heads up? People not know. Well, I mean, he might protest. You don't want him to do that. <laughs> hey, do you care if we tell yeah. the world that, or, man. There's been a tragic accident. There's been a tragic accident. Right? <gasps> oh, no, that, that, that. That take I take that back. That veered into like a different to, type of nationality completely. That? Yeah, I retract it. So anyway, um, alarms bell, alarm bells rang for us. <laughs> Jesus. Blah, 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 blah. Like, come on, I, it's been a long time. I haven't been there since like two thousand one. Did so. you get any action in Ireland? Did you want any? I, actually, I imagine it could be like hit or miss. I did actually have to fly to London to get action, but I did. I did get quite a bit. <gasps> Are you still with Graham? No, oh. no. I was with a dude uh, called Brian who was really dumb and terrible. Mm. In but he was good Denton. in other ways. <gasps> oh, uh, he was. <gasps> no, 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 not no, no, not that, that, not one. that one, not that one. Was, we love that one. It was the first Brian. It was not the second Brian. The redhead. No, oh. no. This this guy was. Um, it was. <laughs> I mean, he had he had brown hair. He was really dumb, but not because I mean, that, that re- one wasn't dumb. The other one, no, 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 no. The, His the, name is Brian too, right? The I one think? with the art thing. Yeah, no, that's that's it's not, not. It's a different. He's a dream. Yeah, we like him. No, that's a this is a different guy. Okay. This is a guy that doesn't matter. Uh, so anyway, but you banged him in London. Not uh, not my, a, a dude that I knew that lived in London. Oh okay. Yeah, he was. That's not not dirty. your ex boyfriend. No, no. Different. Mm-mm. That lived in London. Yeah. Okay. Yep. His name was Liam. Oh, that's I mean, a good it name. still is. He's that's still a good al- name. He's still alive. We're still friends. Anyway. Oh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Ugh, he absolutely doesn't. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so, any bay. <laughs> you say any bay? <laughs> any bay. <laughs> it's a, is that okay. Welsh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did go there also. There's Wales. Funny, there's a funny story about that. So, nobody could find anything about. 
this young fella. <laughs> All right. So, this is grave and unacceptable. <laughs> that was better. That was actually much better, yeah. No, no. That sounded a little more Scottish than Irish. It's though. actually it's actually English. I'm just going to go ahead and do the English because I. That's, I that's your English accent? That didn't sound that, anything that, like that, English. That definitely sounded that more sounded Scottish. Scottish. No, yeah. That sounded Scottish. Okay, well, I feel like you guys have never been to Yorkshire, so. I mean, that's well, I feel like after hearing the, that, I feel like you Yorkshire, haven't either. Yorkshire, I know. Okay, okay that so. that was this not a, that was not an English accent. That's that's Irish. Oh my God! Can we just let her read? <laughs> this grave and unacceptable. That is not mistake. British. Was completely out of character. That's not British. and was made by a person who was <clears throat> who has been experiencing severe personal difficulties, unbeknownst. To any other members of the club. Okay, your your English accent is your Irish accent. Actually, that feels more Welsh to me. <laughs> or Welsh. <laughs> or Welsh. Anyway, so, P.S. Long Story Long. Yes! Oh, man, you are... Sorry. Calm just down. Like, we, we, we like, uh, Stop being so continue. hysterical. This is yes, fun. Clearly, I need to calm down aren't and you, remove my uterus. Have fun. fun. Stop hating us. Anyway, I thought that I'm gonna, was pretty Jill, good. Jill I used to be the funorexic on this show. <laughs> OTNO's the funorexic. I, I, I can't wait to play that back and see how that went. <laughs> anyway, so the end. So, so anyway, this guy isn't dead. And I mean, there, there's probably going to be a penalty for the football club. I have no idea. Yeah, they should have just told that, that. Yeah, they should have come up with something else. Lying is never the way to go, except when it is. Yeah. So... Enjoy the song uh, Money yep, yep. by Lizzie Ghost. Do you want to say something? I was going to say all the shout outs and goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. do, please, because you're the only one that knows That's them. That's why I was going to do them and stuff. And yeah, it's co- okay, so uh, you can reach out to us at letters at secretlytimid.com. I can be reached at O underscore T underscore N underscore O on the Twitters. Megan can be reached at Meg the Merciless. John can be reached at John Lee Hart. That's John with one with an O, an A R, and no E, and uh, with the heart thing. And I, I had a spiel there, but I totally lost it. Also, I wanted to um, mention one more thing that I had mean to mention for weeks, but been all tied up and crazy and busy and stuff. Um, a very close friend of mine, uh, and 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 sister in 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 metal loving. Um, uh, named Mindy had a, had her feline companion pass on uh, in a, uh, recently, or well, recently-ish. It's been about a month, actually. But the bills were absolutely batty and insane, and it's a couple thousand dollars. And, I mean, like, you know, almost $10,000 or so. And so she set up a GoFundMe. And so if any of you have, like, a couple bucks you want to spare to send to help her deal with those kitty bills, literally, like, uh, Corbin is one of the was one of the best kitties in the universe and, uh, and very close to her heart. Subsequent therapy, because that is a serious thing to lose. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to toss a GoFundMe there in Yon Links. If you uh, have the wherewithal and or the funds to contribute, that'd be wonderful. Also, we should mention that next week we have a uh, special guest listener who requested... Contributor listener, yeah. Uh, she's a. I, I apparently there are people that listen to this regularly. Who knew, right? That Weird. we don't hang out with every day, um, and so she's going to be on the show, and I'm pretty excited about that because she seems excited, and I don't know why. Right. And also shout out to all of the uh, Ash villains dealing with um, Snowocalypse 2018 out there, because apparently 
that's, you know, it's all... They're cold. having snow in Asheville? Yeah, cold white things all over oh the place. My. Welcome to one of the few reasons why I, A, don't like that place, and B, cold white. like Texas. Ugh. It's because there's not a lot of snow here. It's going to be in the oh, 60s next week. hold on, you week. like Texas now? I said one of the few reasons why I like it here as opposed to there is because of this specific well, thing. Well, I'm going to build off of that one thing. You, you do that. You know, you who keep your apartment like penguin-loving status, except for when we're here. I Turn the heat on today. Exactly. Very kind of you. That feels good. Megan's actually a penguin. Secretly. (laughs) Secretly penguin. Mm -hmm. com. Her throat is rowed with those like scary fang-like projections like penguins have down their throats. I didn't know that. That's why oral is a terrible thing for Megan. Man. Leaves them scarred and unhappy. Yeah, seriously, guys. Look up a penguin's throat on on Google Image Search. It's terrifying. Do that. Do we have all the uh, handles I think that. that's all of the, the handles. Mm. You yeah. did the Instagram thing. I, I did the... Oh, 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 wait. Well, I mean, yeah, you can follow... On, and on Facebook, yeah. too. We're on Facebook, too. We're on Facebook, yep, yep. Interact and Instagram. with us. Yep, yep. Oh, and Megan actually does occasionally hop on Instagram, so you can reach her at Crayon Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey I've been doing G-O. it more, more <gasps> and more. Magical. Turns out you can, like, see what's up with other people that you don't want to follow on on that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's, it is a social media site. Part of the research process. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, I'm sorry, John. I think I cut you off in the middle of your and this week's song is thing. Uh, so. this, uh, just to reiterate, it's "Money" by Illicit Ghost. Enjoy it. Yeah, I did. Y'all have fun. Bye. It's still you didn't pause it. <laughs> Get away, get a good job with more pay, and you're okay. Money, it's a gift. Grab that cash with both hands and make a stash. Oh, oh, new car caviar, four star daydream. Think about me, a football team. New car caviar, four star daydream. Surprise that the giving number way. 